Good evening and welcome to Rescue the Fosters. I am Gino, your host, and right next to me, as always... Oh, wait a minute. Where is she? Where's Sylvia Beachy? She's missing. She's the one that's usually right next to me. Like, my co-pilot, she's gone. I don't know what happened. Sylvia, we miss you. We need you. Like, the show cannot go on without Sylvia. No, we love Sylvia. We're just playing. (laughs) Sylvia's out working right now. She might be joining us a little later. We'll see. We'll see what happens. We'll see where the night takes (laughs) us. Anyway, I do have my other co-host with me, Miss Danielle Holum, co-founder and co-host of Rescue the Fosters. Danielle, how are you tonight? I'm feeling great and giddy. (laughs) Yeah, we are a little giddy, aren't we? (laughs) You know what? Giddy's good, though. We need to be giddy in these times. It's pretty depressing out there. (laughs) So we'll be giddy and and enjoy it. Also, just before we went live here, not even a minute ago, we revealed a secret to Tom that I should have saved for the show just to get a natural reaction. Tom is no longer a guest. He is now a co-host of Rescue the Fosters on Tuesday night. Tom Althouse, welcome as co-host. Thank you. I want to thank my manager and my 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 agent. Um, there he is, Jerry Maguire. And I want to thank everybody who stood by me. And um, yeah, I'm um, uh, all heart, all heart. Got my qualm. Thanks. We Gina. love you. We love oh, you. Oh God, that, that just hit me right there. <laughs> well, this is our fifth episode or sixth. I don't know. I forgot. I think it's fifth. But it's like, well, wait a minute. It's kind of about Tom. Why not just make him a co-host? And then we don't have to do I the like whole introduction this. thing. I like this. It didn't cost me that much either. 500 to drop in the bucket. <laughs> it is. So, yeah. yeah. It is. Usually I charge 1000 for that, so you got the half mm-hmm. off deal. You it's explain because, that to me. It's I because really my birthday is coming up and I'm feeling generous. When's your birthday? No, that's a secret. No one <gasps> Oh, okay. It take God a guess. Knows. What month do you think I was born in? Oh, you're hey, definitely Brian. a Virgo. No. Yeah, you're a Virgo. Yeah, totally February? organized. Yes, February. Yep. Fifth. Really? Ooh, that is so close, Danielle. You're eighth. So you close. just gave it away. She came nope. so close. Eighth is my cousins. I am Four. the sixth. February sixth. Same day wow. as Ronald Reagan and Axel Rose from Guns N' Roses. Yes. Wow. <laughs> That's quite a mix. Do you know yeah. that I think my I share my birthday with Howard Stern. I'm Ooh. pretty sure. <laughs> That's quite well, maybe a, wow. maybe Howard wants to share some of that wealth with you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There you go. He probably does. What did he sign for when he signed with Sirius Radio? It was like I think he signed up with the Detroit Lions. Yeah, he became, <laughs> so, Tom. He's gonna play okay. for <laughs> Tom. You just lost your co-host. <laughs> Come on, it's been revoked. That's called a that's called a tie-in. I tied it in. There will, that's what, there that's, will be that's, no that's Lions do. talk on this broadcast tonight. Okay, go Vikings. <laughs> oh man if only Actually, girls we're watching cheap. before it yeah. is yeah. i do i like the chiefs i like the chiefs so we'll see what happens i thought you said the cheeks like Not who the names cheeks. a football team the cheeks <laughs> yeah we are very proud of our backs yeah okay yeah <laughs> right. oh my gosh okay well anyway we're so glad that tom is back for another tuesday Yay. edition and tom is going to talk tonight about the christian coalition we had discussed kind of a little bit last week about Christian Coalition and your ties with it back in the day and mm-hmm. you were going to become the mm-hmm. face of, of Christian Coalition. Yeah, brush it off. And mm-hmm. I like, as a Christian, mm-hmm. I like exposing things that are not really Christian, that are fake. 
And when we were talking about it last week, I'm like, oh, we have to talk about this. Because I got to tell you, I, I know very little about the organization from the inner workings. Uh, I've seen the, you know, the fruits of its labor. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That would be um, stinky fruit. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Rotten fruit yeah. for sure. Yeah. yeah. So, so I thought it would be interesting. All right. Well, Tom was an insider. Let's hear <laughs> that story. And, yeah, and we have, was... you know, and, and not to discount the story about the immortals and your screenplay and all that stuff. We're mm -hmm. definitely going to be getting back to that stuff for sure. Yeah. But tonight I thought, what an interesting concept. Let's let's go over this and discuss what Christian Coalition is all about. Mm -hmm. And everybody can make their own judgment call on it after right. you lay out the groundwork. Yeah. Well, keep in mind, too, the immortals or Matrix story comes from being immersed in the religious right. So the religious right was actually part of the immortal story. And they stripped it out mm. and they put the characters in other other things like black sales so interesting yeah yeah if you want a like a visual timeline of everything they've been doing to rip things off look at amazon amazon and netflix that's the laundering machine Ooh. so yeah black sales deep dive. man the high castle yeah all of them are just like coded right in that's why in um uh, men in black they say you know tabloids what they're really saying is the films will give you all the information Mm -hmm. So they actually say it in that in that, ep, in that uh, series. So yeah, interesting, interesting. Yeah. Well, all right. Yeah. Let's start at the very beginning. How mm -hmm. did you? How in the world did you get involved with is becoming the the face of Christian Coalition? <laughs> and you were you were yeah. going to be on the cover of I don't know Charisma Newsweek. Yeah, I was actually uh, I was asked to be on GQ. Believe it or not. Really? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I had a beard and mustache. At the time, I was very groomed and everything. They said, we want you on GQ, shave it. So I shaved it and I went to the um, callback where they, well, it actually wasn't a callback. I met the team. They're like, we're gonna put you in a spread. And they said I looked like a baby without the beard, beard and the mustache. So they didn't okay, in GQ. Who, who said this? Who was telling you this information? G -crew, GQ editor people. Oh, okay, so, okay. Yeah. Why was it Pat Robbins organization? Gotcha. So when you're there, he's connected to everybody. The religious, like the cabal, you know, one of the mm -hmm. tentacles is the religious right. People need to realize that mm -hmm. that is one of the big arms of the cabal. And one of the reasons is they feel they can get away with anything. They also feel they have a large demographic they can milk the Christian uh, contingency, uh, largely Southern Baptist. And their target audience is a, they said, 40 year old. Uh, women who are married is their demographic they go for, and then they're supposed to get their husbands to give money to Pat Robertson and his organization. So yeah. Plus they have double down teams. I'll just dive right in. They're, they changed the rules in Virginia Beach that um, telemarketing is completely legal. They can do whatever they want. There was a rule before that you cannot do multiple calls from the same organization soliciting different products all tied to your organization simultaneously. They got that rule reversed. So what they do is they'll call. They have these call center things where they'll call you for um, Pat Robertson autographs your diaper sales, and then they'll have something where it's like you know his travel agency. Then they'll call you up about uh, helping his uh, fundraising campaign. Then they'll call you up about feeding his horse races, horses, stallions. He says. So it's like they have they'll get multiple calls from the same call center, just flipping the pages on what next they're going to talk to, which is part of their composite of their mega monopoly. Okay, so. so 700 Club comes into existence, I don't even know what year, probably what, early 70s maybe, mid-70s, something like yeah, that? Yeah, 1800s. Yeah, I don't even know. <laughs> They're does, just like, yeah. It does seem like a donut. It seems like yeah, a, it does. It it's does. almost like I a vampire like, movie. It is. They just don't die. 
And and as a Christian, I'm not trying to slam Seven Hundred Club and like they've never done anything good. I mean, I I, I think they've done okay. But here, the problem is a lot of these organizations and even the churches that we've talked about. There's a lot of stuff going behind the scenes that is real shady to say the least, and yeah. some of it involves trafficking. And that's the yeah, part that yeah. will eventually come out, the trafficking part. Okay, and, here it comes. Whether here it comes. Yeah. <laughs> Look through the hole. Here it comes. Here's the answer. Little little bubble. Why didn't the lady who was the um, fairy in Wizard of Oz just tell Dorothy she could go home right away just by clicking her shoes? Why did they put her in their life dangerous situations and her friends? Yeah. Just a thought. Anyway, so yeah. Yeah, anyway. So, <laughs> so what you have – well, that's the bubble. I saw this thing coming, and it looked like it a bubble like floating the bubble. down. You know, the, the bubble's floating down. And she's like, here I am. Oh, you have to go to the Yellow Brick Road and face many, many perils, and maybe you'll die. We placed bets on it back in the fairy house. And we say, yeah. So, yeah. Anyway, so, yeah. So, yeah. What's I talking about? Anyway, so, yeah. So, you have this whole thing where um, you look at the setup right around the 70s. Jim Baker Actually, Jim and Tammy Faye Baker actually got their start with Pat Robertson. Mm -hmm. So they started with a puppet show and stuff, anything to make money. It was like a medicine show forming, right? And keep in mind, why did Pat Robertson want to do televangelism? Do you remember the answer to that? Did I tell you guys? I don't think so. All right, let's look at that real quick. What, first of all, each of you, which, what do you think prompted pat robertson to start a televangelist thing now you can just say it if it was actually a good thing Tom, okay i was what's told a good there was reason? gonna be no quizzes on this show no this is good i want you i want to answer from you guys representing the outside thoughts like mm. at the pr machine you were exposed to pat, uh, pat robertson's thing so what do you think would be the right answer back when when you're watching that might be given for why he started getting in televangelism you can be very simple give me something that's politically advantageous yeah, for I would say to um, push an agenda for the political right. Okay. That's that's really safe and solid. Mm -hmm. Danny, give me one too. It could be that well, he just saw a light in the sky. Go ahead. <laughs> the first thing I thought of was money. No, you, there's no getting around you. They're not, they don't, they don't stand a chance. Okay. All right. So yeah. Yeah. Okay. So here it is. The plane flying over. It's like, it's like, you can't, no way. We're busy. Okay, come back later, bother like a little fly. Those are little flies. Okay, so anyway, swat, swat. Anyway, so yeah. Yeah. So anyway, here's the real answer. So, but that was good. That was really good. Combine those. Here we go. So he's in Manhattan, right? His wife, Dee Dee, who he never shows on the air. He never showed her on the air. Why? Because he didn't think she was pretty enough. So he would surround himself with ex um, Miss Americas or, you know, actresses or singers in the Christian community. You know, successful Chris. And so that was all his image. He wanted to be around fading beauty stars is all he could have managed, I guess. And so that was supposed to be Pat Robertson, every woman's dream by standing beside them. See, that's what they're concerned about. Us guys being around beautiful women is what they're afraid of. Power couples. There you go. It's their own plan. Now, Fox News, the whole, we go right back to it. On Fox News, you remember all the made-up women all the time with all the makeup and looking mm -hmm. really pretty on Fox News? Yep. That's eye candy to get guys listening and watching. As, and they can say to their uh, honeys, like, I'm just watching the news. It's like, no, you're not. You're watching these uh, make-up queens. So it's like that's on purpose. And I was actually the guy that suggested that to Pat Robertson when I was being groomed. I did it as a joke. I said, listen, if you put beautiful women on the news, guys will watch the news for the beautiful women. 
and they did. Yeah, they did. So she's supposed to be. A I gotta tell you, Tom, I've kind of fallen for the beautiful woman on the news thing because I used to watch Megyn Kelly all the time on Fox. Yeah, <laughs> but I gotta like... tell you, Gino, Gino, I'm actually a guy, but thank you for the compliment. <laughs> okay, but yeah, but that's why I'm a guy. I get it. Oh, it all comes clear. Okay, right. <laughs> Crystal so, clear. I, I curtsy, but you know, I'm sitting. Anyway, so yeah, so what you have is. I'm glad you can play with me like that. So yeah, okay. Yeah, don't worry anybody out there. So yeah, so here's the deal. So the idea was he doesn't show DD on the screen. He doesn't want that image. He thinks that if he's showing his wife, women will think less of him, right? There's this whole strategy among guys, especially weak-minded religious right guys, which I could go forever on other personalities, which is zero. It's all about entrap the women, right? I mean, talk about trafficking material the guys of the religious right. And keep in mind too, I'm talking levels here, there's so much to it, but let's look at one layer. I was told by this one professor when I was there that the real purpose of CBN, the real purpose of Robertson's organization is to get models who come to Virginia Beach to marry the Christian idiots of the religious right. Wow. Yeah. Isn't that something? That's so their wait, mission. A, a professor told you that from what, yeah, Germany? in the class. He said in the in the communications class, he told us that that was the real function wow. there to populate the earth like World War II Germany, where Christian nerds of the religious right, and I'll rank myself with that at that time, although I never saw it, <laughs> is supposed to match up with beautiful women, and then he thought there was a power thing. What did Robertson say about Trump's wife? Remember that one? What did he I say? Don't remember that? He said this. He says like. Of course he's successful. That's my Robertson thing. Of course he's successful. Look at his wife. <laughs> so it's like, yeah, really? Seriously, guy? Get Wait, a light. No, you're already dead. He, so forget it. He, he was talking about Melania? Yeah. His previous yeah okay. Straight up. Well, straight up. Weird. Okay, that's yeah. stupid because Trump had already been successful way before Melania. Yeah. Like that Robertson doesn't compute that way. Robertson doesn't compute that way. He doesn't have short-term memory loss because he's totally a lustful idiot. Yeah, but Tom, all of his year prophecy, you know, the beginning of the year prophecies that he gave out, they've all come to pass. Oh, yes, so they must, have, inclu must... including my death. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> right. Here's Robertson's oh, prophecy coming true. <laughs> it it didn't quite happen. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was told he, is, he was so upset and so angry that I was still on the air. And they, they, that's why they shadow banned a lot of stuff and contact people. It drove him crazy. I think I actually killed him with that. But he blamed me for the loss of his presidential campaign. He blames me. He actually wrote the book saying that God told him he would win. He was going to win the presidency. Yeah, and then his and attorneys told him. came in and ruined it. I ruined it. I ruined it. So he was in competition, and I was given, like, Saul with David, right? Saul with David. That was my relationship with Robertson. That's why he was grooming me. So it's, it's a whole Saul David story. Which Tom, I am your, descended from that line. Yeah. Is your is your middle name Lucifer by any chance? I'm just checking. Uh, it's Lucy and Ricardo's on me all the time. Okay. So, <laughs> just checking. Ricky, Ricky just doesn't let me alone. I mean, if you th if you thwarted Pat Robertson's plans and, and God told him he was going to be president, I mean, that's some power you've got. There. That's what he's telling people though. You just hit it. He's telling them I'm Satan, and Sophia Stewart says that too. Yeah. That she actually wrote, like I said, Sophia Stewart wrote a prophecy about herself and passed it off like it's ancient. And says, Tom Oldhouse had this guy like King Cooley or whatever call me and did a show with me. And he goes, well, let's look at the prophecies that Sophia Stewart has or found. He says, wait, what's your name? Okay, when were you born? Okay. It says that you are the prince of darkness. Like, really? <laughs> and I, I was like this. I had the presence of mind to go, what does it say about Sophia Stewart? It says here she's the son of light. 
I, I think if I was called Prince of Darkness, I would just go by P.O.D. I think that sounds cooler. Well, you're right. That's a good one. I'd like to take that one on. But I had to work my way up. Yeah, keep my keep in mind, Gina, I had to work my way up. See, first, Shafia Stewart says I'm just a footnote. A nobody, just a footnote. Then I worked my way up to I'm the evil one. So I got I got a um advancement. I that you know, was pretty but, solid, actually. You went from being a footnote to like the prince of the air. Yeah, I mean so it was a, it was a, it was a definitely a job job improvement. <laughs> You know, and the, and the requirements are very low, very low. You know, basically smile and wave, you know, and wear <laughs> that's red. It. Yeah, that's it, really. And keep in mind, what was I being asked to do? Let's segue into that, that back to what you originally asked that I'm miles away from right now. It's like, you know, I'm doing the writer's tangent thing where I'm just following the flow, like I'm writing a screenplay right now. So we are way down the lane, but let's, we can go back. We can always go back. Yeah. So anyway, yeah. But what was I, what was my requirements for the Face of the Christian Coalition, right? Which I was groomed to do. I was supposed to appear on the 700 Club with Pat Robertson, smile, be boyish, and uh, compliment him. And I was also supposed to do some other things under the table, literally. But I was supposed to have this girl named Christine, you know, Christine, who was really beautiful and talented, who came up just like, remember, did I tell you what she said to me when she first approached me? Did I tell you that guy's that? No. Yeah. So when I was groomed to be the face of Christian Coalition, she comes up. Oh my God. Sweet as sweet as pie. Sweet as like apple pie. She comes up, beautiful girl, and she goes, I'm supposed to be yours. I'm like, oh what the heck? First of all, girl, that's not the way I tick. Yeah. Goodness oh gracious. God. But she was just following orders. And apparently she was told she'd have a great life. Limo service, big home, all that stuff. But she would have to produce kids. Welcome to the ages of the Iron Age. So, yeah. How old were and you? That's when what they're stuck in. Going down. Thirty-two. Wow. Yeah. So but I looked like I was ten. It's. So, I was yeah. gonna say it seems kind of weird that they would go for someone in their thirties and not try to find someone like 20, 21, 22, somewhere in that range. You have to see what I look like. You know, yeah. you see what I look like. I'm still playing young roles when I get on. Yeah. So it's like, yeah. So, but that was all I was told that was part of God's plan. I mean, not to stretch it, but that's what I've given was mm -hmm. that he would restore the years of the youth because I gave all my life to service, you know, for him and did exactly what he told me, which was quite a gauntlet. And he said, I'll restore the years of your youth and you'll have the Job ending of this Job story. You did well done. And so the whole thing is now supposed to open up. So that's what, and look what looks behind me. Yeah. So, yeah. And that's supposed to be when they all crumble. When it all crumbles. And then I'm supposed Good. to come on the scene with the right people, like you guys. And then everything's to open up. We are followed all over the place. The numbers won't show it, but all over, and especially them, they're following everything we do. Burp, talk, sneeze, cough. They're following. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. what they do. They want to see. That's what they do. Yeah. So, so I, now I left so many things in the dust I, there. I, so I know. Take well, me here, back. I want to, okay. Let, I want to, I don't want to gloss over this one point because I didn't even realize this until you actually said it. I don't know what his wife looked like, Dee Dee. I remember hearing her uh, name, but see? I had never seen her before. I, he I didn't even never shows that. her. Google her. See if he shows up. Yeah. She had gray hair probably when she was 22. So I don't know. Robertson, if, if you don't – this is the thing with religious right for the ladies out there. If you think the religious right is good at all, keep in mind that the men have total rule. They cite this scripture that the women are being submissive to their husbands. Ending periods. Shut the book. That is it. That is it. Can you see Gino? Yeah, so she I, I'm gonna. She actually had a makeover there. Oh, there we go. Oh, yeah. 
She looks like Tajenera, what the comedian Tajenera. She looks like Betty White. Oh my God, they made her over. Now look at look at the one on the left. See, yeah. that's her on the left. And then look yeah. what they did to her over there. See, that's what they do. You should have wow. seen Christine. Christine walked out like it was like Venus coming out of the seashell. Yeah. Yeah, one of yeah. them. This this one right here looks like, um, well, the one on the right looks like. Faye Dunaway. Um, yeah, I was going to say. She, a yeah. movie star or something. Yeah. And then you got, this one looks like Betty White or something over here. Yeah. Like yeah. And the middle one, I think that's I don't a know corpse. who that is. Yeah, that's like. <laughs> but see how the hair is done, overdone, everything? It's yeah. all about image. All about image. So I I was in at the top of the hierarchy, the very top. I was told I'd be his number one. That's like Star Trek, you know? That's the highest you get. So that's take Captain's chair. And there is no loyalty in this religious right, by the way. But I was top of the pyramid right away. These others are like, I knew you'd get it. I knew it would be you. But all I had to do was look good. And I didn't have to work at it at the time. So it was just like, yeah, whatever. I still don't, don't bother. But it's like, you know. <laughs> They'll believe in that. But it's like, yeah. So what's interesting is that is what would have made me a millionaire. Just my eyes, my face, my dimples, smile. Just for that. That's twisted. So that's why it's in the Immortals screenplay. It's in the Matrix story. That's what ties into the trafficking. If that's your core, then you are on your way to trafficking. Because if it's all about the look and not the heart and not the needs of the children – then if it's all about the look of the image, then you're on your road to hell. Did you yeah. have any like speaking parts or was it just the face? Like just really just the face. I was, yeah. And then, it, and then I was supposed to, if I, if the idea of the job thing was up here with Robertson and I just have to go, uh-huh, that's right, Pat. Mm-hmm. Yep. That is so cool. Yes. Yeah. He's speaking that's the weird. thing. That's kind Where of what me and Danielle expect of you now as the co-host here. Well, <laughs> oh, so yes, I know, yes, Danielle. I know what to do. I know what to yes, do. Try it know. out. Try it out. Start right now, yes, and I'll be the, the face. Okay, I'm going to be the face of Christian Coalition, right? And you're supposed to be very egotistical, which I can play that, but I don't feel that. So ready? Hold on. Let me get this ready. Let me get the right setting. <laughs> hey, Gina. Go ahead. Uh, Tom, I'm going to need you to uh, run down to Walmart. And grab uh, the 700 Club, some, some, I don't know, 48 pack of water, please. No problem. Molly, go down and get that. Okay, we're back. <laughs> yeah, you're right, Gino. We needed that. Okay. Danielle, ask me another delegate. question. Yeah, go ahead, Danielle. Ask you a question? Hey, Danielle, before you speak, you this is my religious right. The great Wait, one. Wait, religious oh. right. Religious right. Ready? Religious right. Here we go. So ask Danny to speak to me again. Gino, why are you Gino the Danny, great you one? are so sexy. Yeah. <laughs> You know what? You're welcome to my pad. Anytime you want to come over, just come over, babe. Just come over. Kid, you know who this is? You know who I am? I'm the face of Christian Coalition, honey. That's right. That's right. Okay, go ahead, Gino. She doesn't need to talk. She's a female. You know, you're not going to really hear anything. It's going to be sensible out of her mouth anyway. Go ahead. Okay, Gino, back to you. Back did to real men. Really? Tom, did they really have that low of an image of women? Wait, I got to get rid just, of this guy. Just to think. I gotta yeah, get, yeah. Gotta go, get rid of go this back. Guy. And, yeah, there you go. Perfect. Okay, perfect. <laughs> now you look sensible. Thank Did you. they really have that low of an image of? Oh my lordy, lordy! Yes, yes, and scriptures to back it. Okay, you ready for this? Can I do the thing that they showed us? The one guy was showing us there. We're being orientated. Okay, ready for this? All right, watch this. I'm gonna put these down in a second. All right, go. So here we go. Here's what they showed us. 
if you're a man with a religious right, you should walk like this. Because you're proud <laughs> of the seed you carry. What? Come on. What? No way. <laughs> what? <laughs> no way. Yeah. Yes, that's a quote. That's a quote. Oh, my God. Uh, oh, yeah, yes. And they actually thought, ooh, they're such nerds. Here's the deal. They believed. Can you imagine me with these guys around? I'm like, no. <laughs> I can't. Okay, one, one thing. Really, here, watch this. Watch my reaction. Here it was. A London trip, all paid for by Pat Robertson. Our drama troupe went to London, right? And uh, I goofed off the Gatwick Airport. The Queen was dominated. Uh, 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 what is it called when you break the bottle on the ships and stuff? Oh, uh, dedicating. Yeah. Dedicating the Gatwick Airport, right? So I get there and I'm like, I tell the Bobbies, can I send something back to my parents? Can you arrest me? And so I cross the line with people crowded to see the queen just before she shows up. And they got their batons out, the one lady's there, and we took all these pictures of them like ready to club me. And they were like, everyone's laughing, so we had fun. So, But yeah, at Gatwick Airport too, get this, I, we were all showed up, the whole drama troupe. Every one of the drama troupe, every 12 of them got pulled over except me. And I'm like, should I just keep going if we didn't stop you? And I went all the way through, never checked. <laughs> So it was me. So that's part of the reason for Face the Christian Coalition. You know, everybody trusts you. So anyway, yeah. But when I'm there, there's this, I hear this scream in the middle of the night. We're at the one uh, breakfast or whatever, you know, in between performances at night. And I hear, oh, so I remember it so clearly. That is a religious right male's mating call. And so what happens is I was like, what the heck's going on? I was like, what happened? Who's murdered? And so I wake up and they're like, press circle, press circle. I'm like, okay. So we get in a press circle. I'm here and they go like, and the one group's going like this. It's like, the demons were on my abdomen. They're all over me. I'm like, and then the other guy's like, they crawled across Tom's bed and came to me. And I'm like, I don't remember anything. And they're like, we need to have a prayer. And then when they're going to do the prayer, they go, wait a minute, Tom, you didn't say anything. You know, how come you didn't say anything? I'm like, because I didn't see anything. I did. <laughs> what the hell's going on? You know? So I was an outcast. I was an outcast because I didn't see the demons. So I still ain't seeing the demons. So, yeah. God help us. And then the retort is, they're all around you. I'm like, God help us. God bless the humans. So God bless the humans. No wonder they form quirky religious things. Yeah. Like God in heaven. So, yeah, anyway. I, and I, I oh, want to be clear on something, too. Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Jenny. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Um, yeah, go ahead. Wait, I'm, uh, I got to do the oh, – Jenny, you're so sexy. Oh, my God. <laughs> that's, that's a religious right. That's a religious right. And they, they believe that hitting on you, that they're saving your soul, even if you're married, engaged, have a children, doesn't matter. If you're pretty, the theocracy to come – you need to hear this – is going to be that if you covet your neighbor's wife – you get to have her because you're part of Pat Roberts' organization and you're saving her soul by taking her away from her heathen husband. Hmm. Even if he's part of another denomination. Now, let that all sink in. Okay, back to you guys. <laughs> well, I was wondering where, how did you first come across him? Like, how did he find you or how did you meet? Like, how I, was invited, I was invited to a dinner in Altuda, Pennsylvania. And, um, my mom and dad, my mom used to watch them all the time avidly. So it was kind of like if I wanted to, you know, being a student at the time, to do a grad school, I could have some extra payments to it if I go to the place they're hinting to go. So being religious right, they're like, you need to go to Power Hours organization. I'm like, okay. I figured, what what the heck? If they're if they're Christian, then it'll be a good place to study, I told myself. Mm, eh, wrong answer. 
Yeah. <laughs> Wrong answer. I, I, yeah. I wanted to, uh, I don't have my disclaimer graphic on this show. I have it on my other ones, but uh, yeah. <laughs> usually I have your views are not, yeah. your views are not really this guy's views. I get no, that. No, but, no yeah. not you. I was going to talk about what I'm about to say. I, I don't want to mix. Con okay. So there's, there's Christianity, biblical yes. Christianity. Yes. Yes. There's, there's leftist, like progressive yes. Christianity. And then there's ultra conservative or, or right Christianity, which is not biblical. None of those are biblical unless you're following biblical Christianity. So that's right. That's what I'm going to be clear. So, but most people would say like someone like me, they would say, oh yeah, he's, he's a, he's part of the Christian right. Which I would, I would say, uh, yeah. Christianity doesn't have a right or left. It's, it's no. either biblical it's about, or it's not It's biblical. about like, being genuine. Yeah. Genuine. Just be genuine. Any guy out there, you are rare right out of the gate if you're a Christian and you're genuine. Go for that. That's why I wrote, was given to write The Immortals, the beginning of the Matrix story, is because I wanted to send out a code, if the code in the Matrix is, to gather genuine, cross-discipline, heart-filled Christian people and others that could form a think tank to solve the world's problems. We wouldn't be hindered by anything. And we certainly wouldn't be lusting after the people next to us that we're supposed to be working with, which they said they do every second of the day, right? You're supposed to have those feelings for the one you love. That belongs in that, that bubble, not all around the world where it's okay to look at everything walking around. You know, you're, and I believe that's part of my calling too, is to make sure even Hollywood gets that, is that you're devoted to the person you're with, not everything that comes around in a skirt. So, and lead by example, but Christian religious, right? Religious, right? They think it's like a, it's like a game reserve. They think that any woman is there and they take their cameras, like the news site teams and stuff, and they'll focus in on the woman's breast. Let's just be clear. They'll focus on their lips and they'll be commenting while they're off shot. That's not Christian. That's not genuine. <laughs> no. You are invading the privacy of another being. But they see women as created by God for their pleasure. Let that sink in. And they use Bible to say that. So are they, I think, I mean, would they like fall in the category of like Mormons, polygamists? I mean, would, would worse. I would put them worse. I would put them as um, sort of like I would think the three amigos with the bandits running around, you know, and they just want to raid the village and carry off the women and the gold. That's them. They feel entitled to have anything. In fact, they have a, a scripture that Robertson would say to us. Uh, in the gatherings saying that um, God knit you together in the womb and you were saved by grace in the womb, that he's the only organization that is true Christian. All the others should not be given to. And there's a whole story with that. And so since you were called here, you're the only true Christians in the world. Everyone else is false. That would be Protestant, Methodist, um, Anglican, you name it. Uh, they're all, if you're not Robertson's organization, you're false. With all the armed guards, guards that kind of adds up to C-U-L-T, Jim Jones. Drink yeah. the Kool-Aid. Oh, it also sounds like how Scientology operates. Yes, which is, great, Denny, hand in hand with religious right. Scientology is working with the religious right. They are sharing their agenda. So that's why my cousin, Lissa, is, was pushing... Tom, you got to watch these videos, watch these Scientology videos. Yeah. So it was like that was she was pushing that, too. So you're absolutely spot on. Guys, you're good. I like being a co-host with you guys. So, yeah. <laughs> but I'm unfiltered. Yes, you're earning your keep tonight for sure, Tom. Yay. I'm back in the fold. I'm in the, I'm in the circle of trust. 
Okay. Yeah. So, okay, with Pat Robertson, like, what brand of Christianity did he claim to belong to? I mean, like, ah, it depends of, on the area. Him. If it's dealing with his racehorses and donations and things like that, then he is um, he is evangelical. If he is uh, part of the accreditation for his school, then he's Southern Baptist. If he's uh, part of his political run for presidency, which screwed up on then um he is not anything religious he's, he he says he's not a pastor for the political side of it so it's like he's whatever you want to be he's sort of like satan changing his colors so it depends yeah. on what you're asking so he actually ran for president twice mm -hmm. and he says and that 80, i screwed it up 88 it so but, i yeah. 88 so yeah. i am the one that he considers screwed i am david he is saul that's what his own people said so yeah and i do sing and play music so yeah if it's, yeah I'm not good so, at the liar, though. That's Robertson's thing. So how did you supposedly mess, mess up his presidential thing? Ah, the sexual approach on the trip to D.C. by Dr. Harry Sova, who's now at Jerry Falwell's University. There you go. Okay, how does that – How does, can you explain that? It's a long explain, but really what <laughs> happened was Dr. Sova – he insists, Dr. Harry Sova, Dr. Sova, but I'm supposed to call him Harry – he um, saw me get top position. Like, word spreads quickly if you are on the fast track, right? And everybody heard right away, probably many before I did. It was like on the coconut wireless. I was going to be number one. What really was going on is Pat Robertson was interested in my backside. Not to put it too much, but yeah. Yeah. Wait, wait. Well, yes, I was going to be part of like, the sex ring. I was going to be Robertson's guy. Oh my gosh. Did you not? I actually won a best butt contest, so that would climb up. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, yeah. So there it goes. He likes was, butts. He likes butts. Is it butts. like a wet t shirt contest? No, you don't wet your yeah, what do you do? Wet your sweats? No. 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 It was just like this camp I was at. They were just like all the girls got together and did some competition, anyways, whatever. But the thing is, like, yeah. So what went on here was he picked me, so Sova decided he was gonna cone in. And then I find out Bob Scheel, who is an ex-Catholic priest that wears a toupee, had given me news site, invited me to his pool parties and everything. And, and Sova explained to me that, yeah, he's going to be so angry because now I'm Sova's boy. And Pat Robertson wanted me too. So apparently I was fodder to be negotiated with. Welcome to the sex ring. Yeah, of course I look like I was 12 years old. Man. How did you sick. get out of that? Like, how did you get out of that whole thing? That is a layered question. Well, if you look at the letters, I'll send you the letters that they wrote me to. I lost everything. Like you did, Denny, I lost everything. And they they just – they wheel, deal, lie. They call you to meetings, and then they tell you, oh, you can keep your education. You can keep your jobs if you just tell us what happened. And then there have guys waiting in the next room to craft you a letter and Dr. Sova a letter at the same time that say opposite things. And one of the chilling phrases I think people should pay attention to in that letter that gets rid of me after they promised me everything is this. Um, we are God's authority on earth for you. No one else. Don't go to anyone else. We are God's authority on earth for you. BS. You guys aren't even authority of the toilet. So no way, guys. No way. Yeah. So, yeah. That's pretty crazy. Yeah. So God, God gave me this calling thing where he said, I'll restore your youth. And apparently this is supposed to make people understand at some subular level or something. They're supposed to go, wait, something's going on here. And it goes along with that immortality, right? Mm -hmm. I'm also supposed to get accused of being on the program already. So, right, because part of the program and the story is that those that are chosen are actually 
disappearing. We disappear so the public doesn't see us stop aging. Mm-hmm. But God promised that now it always makes sense to me. God promised that the youth would be restored and that see what's happening. They're doing the anti-aging drug and I'm supposed to counter them. And in my story, my character doesn't age. Mm-hmm. And then he's cut from the program and I see a gray hair and I realize that I've been cut from the program. That's how I learn. See, and they did that in Lost. Isn't that wild? So wow. God is at work, at work in this story, such such a huge way. Hi, Kitty. Such a huge way, right? Such a huge way. So it's yeah. like, it's all coming too. Yeah. Yeah. Your stuff seems to be very prophetic, but also the aging stuff is interesting because what they're doing is a lot of anti-aging stuff. They're forcing right. it unnaturally. Right. right. And then the people that refuse that, that aren't doing that, we are actually um, getting closer to God and therefore looking younger. So That's a right. Lot of That's us right. That are a certain age. We look younger than we really are, but the people that are doing the anti-aging unnaturally, mm-hmm. they're starting mm-hmm. to look older, like look, way older. You're right, Danny. Look what Robertson, uh, look up Robertson on his uh, protein shakes. Talk about a f- medicine salesman. So he's he shows himself. You'll see the image. Look it up. Google Robertson pumping the weights with his legs w- about his protein shake. That might be enough for the search engine. But if you can, please find that. So he, he makes like he's 80 pushing these weights with his feet and saying how his protein shake really works, ladies. Yeah, really? Seriously? So he was. they get very angry about us that are actually living what the screenplay says. See? Yeah. So we're an anomaly in the screenplay, in the story, which God dictated. Isn't that cool? So God's outwitting man. Yeah, that's exactly what's going on. Yeah, so physically, that. too, physically, like I – yeah, there, see? Like, do you believe that? Does anybody actually believe that? Pressing no. 200 pounds, 2,000 pounds? Please. <laughs> but look at his face. It, I mean, it's got to be real. Oh, yeah, right, right? Oh He's my not God. even straining, is he? No, he, it's like, it's like they lo- I tell you what they do. They, they would lock it in place. I guarantee you they locked it in yeah. place. Right? And then he's just like, oh. <laughs> so, yeah. He hated me. He hates me with a passion. His attorneys even said, hates me. Well, so let's, let's make it clear. He's actually dead. So people don't, in case people he's, don't. I think he's cried. John, <laughs> I actually cried think he's cried. Yeah, that frozen. You really do like Disney. He does not want to face God. He knows. I know from closed doors. He knows he's in trouble. Yeah, the people know. They know. So he knows. And the idea, from what I understand, the arrangement he made was that he prayed to God, I'd be dead. I'm still ticking. Not only that, I my body is like I run up the stairs all the time. I just run everywhere I go. I just like, like I have no ailments. I go all over the place running. I just like, I don't get tired. I can run, not get tired. Aiden calls it anime breathing. Like I do anime breathing like Dragon Slayer or Demon Slayer. And it's like, I could just go, this is easy. Like I'm doing anime breathing. So it's like, there's nothing. That's why I'm like, what's wrong with people? So yeah. So, but see what I'm saying? God's doing what he's doing. I could drop over dead tomorrow. But the thing is like, yeah. Anyway, but I feel I don't. I just feel go go go. I can run right now. I'll do laps for you. I want to talk about that age thing because it is interesting. Yeah. Like you, you've got the elites, right? They want to live forever, uh-huh. so they're they're going into um, what do they call that? Where they're half man, half machine. I forgot what they call. Um, cyborg. 
cyborgs Cyborg. and stuff like yeah. that. Yep. They got uh, adrenochrome they're trying to produce so they can stay young forever. All these drugs, collagen, uh, they're doing all these, uh, What's when they inject the stuff in your face, <laughs> like in your lips. Yeah, what is that called? Botox. Yeah, Botox. Botox. Like, yeah, and he said it first. Stuff, right? Yeah. All, yeah. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. all yeah. this stuff. But then God talks about redeeming the time for his beloved. So like for us, if you're really following him and following your calling and working on what, yep, he's going to redeem the time. <laughs> Uh, not only looks wise, yeah. but I mean, he can yeah. restore things that have been physically lost in everything. Right. It's is what's going on yeah. right now. Look at the time we're in, where immortality is the thing. Wasn't before when I wrote it. Look at now. Immortality is everything from the, from the magnus, you know, magnus, whatever, and animate to everything. It's it's immortality, immortality, immortality. Right? Yeah, that's what it is right now. Transhumanism. So we, that's what I was thinking. Right. Thank you, George. Now we we are considered just like the screenplay. You, me, and Danny would be considered um, desirable gene pool. We're desired because of our abilities and things like this. So those of us that are touched by God to do the work we're doing is also, they lust after us. Sorry, microphone. They're allies, they lust after us to be part of their inside. So there's all this enticement going on to bring us in. I'm still being told that there will be offers that I can't refuse. Try me. Yeah. <laughs> Yes. That's what I've said so many times because they've kind of tried that in the past with me sometimes. And I'm like, literally, there's nothing that can happen to buy me off in any yep. direction that's not in the way towards God, period. That's right. That's right. So that's why they send people our way to try to put us down so hard, right, guys? They will, they will infiltrate organizations all the time. They'll do this. They'll send people going like, you use hair, hair dye. You use hair dye. I'm like, no, 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 no. no. Yeah. No. You got a chin tuck. No, that was Elon Musk, not me. So, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. You, you. Then they'll say you're. Um. What is it? What do they say? You're. Oh, you don't know. Agent stuff like that. I'm like, no. They try everything. They throw everything in the sink and then the laundry room too. So. Yeah. But here it is. So. Oh, I love. We can do some. We can do some. Um. Highlights of the religious right corruption. If you want. You want highlights? Yes. Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. All right. So, uh, Operation Blessing. Now, that's one of their flagship uh, things they do for fundraising. Good you were. You gave me that. You yes. gave me that. I was actually going, Gino, feed me it. Feed me it. Yes. Thanks, Gino. Got it. Got it. So, yeah. That's what us co hosts do, Tom. We're like, we're like all one. Welcome, welcome to the club. <laughs> one heart, one voice. Yeah. That was creepy. I just did a creepy. Anyway, so yeah. So what you have is you've got this thing in Operation Blessing, which was the flagship of donation generation. Ooh, that sounded cool. So yeah. So that's what it was. Now, what were – did I tell you this already? What happened in the mail room? Did I tell you what happens in the mail room during the uh, donation time? Did I tell you that? You did, but I, let's – in case the audience didn't hear last time. Go ahead. Okay. First, we got to do the Drimshaw that Robertson actually used – during his fundraising. Some poor African-American guy had to sit there and play this all the time whenever Robertson cued him. Rimshaw! Yeah, that's what he did. And so what you got is, that's his only job. His only So again, back to the positions, you don't do much work, you just collect. It's like, yeah. So yeah, that's it, for doing nothing. All these people do nothing, and they're loyal. They say loyal, right? Except for some of us. So yeah, so. They would have the mail room with these carts brought in with the volunteers, right? Volunteers are brought from the community because he is a cheapskate off the charts, even though he got millions and he has stallions in his racehorse. 
racehorse in the stallion, which is another hot moment. God help us. Can you make a note, Gino? Just real quick yes. for me. Uh, write down stallion joke with the ladies or just cap abbreviate it somehow. Stallion joke. Write that down. Then mailroom donation rule. If you could just skim that out. I don't know how fast you're right. Um, Operation blessing in, um, uh, where was it? Columbia. Okay. Got it? Okay. Got it. Where was it? Okay, good. Um, let's make sure we don't lose these. Okay, so um, oh God in heaven. Oh, how Robertson first started in Manhattan with Dee Dee. Got it? Got oh, it down? That one too? Okay. That's oh yeah, that one too. That one too. <laughs> oh my Dee god, Dee, that one too. Dee Dee and where? Manhattan. How oh, it all oh, started. Okay. Yeah. Got it. Okay, these won't we'll lose these any of these. So okay, not gonna lose any of these. Oh, Virginia Beach Department <laughs> of Police, Virginia Police, Virginia Beach Police with Robertson Security, that one, pop that, pop that. Got and then, of course, the Law and Justice Center. Law and Justice Center with Jay Sekulow. Sorry to burst the bubbles. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know they sang the Saints? This will make it easier. Now I can just be me. Can you imagine this? Being, the Saints go marching in is what they played at his funeral? It's more like the Saints go crashing down, you know? That's like the darkest depths of Dante's Inferno. So, yeah, like in the elevator for Dante's Inferno, mm -hmm. it's not like level nine. It's like it was level 20. We know there was level 20. It's reserved for Robertson and those that followed him. Yeah. Okay. Man. Okay. All right. Uh, anyway, let's, okay, pick one. So, just pick one. Just rush right, roulette. Let's, just let's rush start roulette. with the stallion joke. Stallion joke. First. Good. Let's go with that. Yeah. Here we go. All right. He's on the air. He's got his Christian community, which just worship him. That's. Another thing, these guys always try to get their followers to worship them. It's not about God. It's about them. So everything, watch the subliminals, watch their their, uh, their dialogue, everything, watch what's what beside them is all supposed to be neo neon signs going, love this guy, give to this guy, worship this guy. God has no room in their world, right, as far as they're concerned. It's all about them. So they hijack God. To lift themselves. Okay, done. Back to the question. Go ahead, Gino, please. Stallion joke. Yes, okay. So Sheena Walsh, again, you know, you have Miss America's dried, always dried up. You can't get the good ones. You have to get the ones that are aged really badly. It's like, hey, I don't know what I'm going to do next. Agent, what do I do next? Don't worry. Uh, Roberts is desperate for anybody who was a Miss America. Okay. All right, I'll go there with my walker. So anyway, yeah, so there they go. And so what happens is Sheena Walsh is one of the Christian singers, so he harnesses her. And keep in mind, many of his producers that are females have breakdowns. I don't, I'm not mocking them. I'm just saying it's not a job you want in the end. You have to put up with all the deception and everything. It does wear on you, right? Like you guys said it ages you. Look at them. They age quickly. So anyway, Sheena Walsh is there co-hosting, doing the thing I was supposed to do. We're right, Pop. Oh, you're absolutely right. Are you kidding? Oh, my gosh, that's so profound. All right. Yeah, that's really stimulates my mind. And so what happens is I would have kidded around anyway. Would I would never be able to do it. I would have kidded around anyway. I've been like behind Pat Robertson's head and all that stuff. Anyway, so wait, wait. Yeah, on the air. So here's what happens. Sheena's saying that, you know, uh, well, you know, God's called men basically to be, you know, devoted to their wives, whatever, like this kind of stuff. It's in the scriptures. Here comes Pat Robertson's comment. Take it away. Well, you know. Men want every woman they can get. You know, I got like 16 stallions in my barn. They're all waiting to mouth the mares. 
Way to go, Pat. What? Way to not think it through, Pat. Way to just go with it, Pat. Way to show who you really are. Run, women. Run. Wait, did he say that on live air? Look it up. Google it right now. Oh Google God. Pat Robertson saying that the men are like um, all men want as many women as they can get and the stallions in his barn. Try that in your search engine and see if it gets it. They may have struck it, but I bet it shows up. I hope it shows up. They may have gotten rid of it. Yeah. I have the clip somewhere. I actually have it on a ancient video. So if we can't, if they block it from the Google, I will show you another time. Stallions. No, it's not. I'm not seeing it. Okay. Pat Robertson's, uh, try Pat Robertson's view of women. Um, uh, men want every woman, every woman they can get or something. I don't know, which I've heard a lot of Christian uh, religious right guys say that too. And they believe they're entitled. That's a scary thing. There's a whole predatory, um, uh, like you talk about the sex ring, right? And the trafficking. What I need people to be aware of, there's an underlying layer operating. There's an underlying layer where these guys are such nerds, they're practicing on a sub-level where they're hitting on every woman with that mentality. Does that make sense? So besides the trafficking, you have a sub-level trafficking, which is all these poor women that are models getting hit on constantly. Danny, you could go undercover. And you could just destroy, shred that organization. <laughs> You'd be hit on every day, like 20 days, 20 million times a day by every one of them. Because that's your philosophy. You know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah. So I see a video here that says Pat Robertson blamed awful looking women for just, marital problems. Yes, just, yes, yes. I, I Can was you just play that? Play, Can you play that? I was just about to play that's that one. That's, you know that's that one of them. Play it. Can you play it? After. Can you play it? Hang on. I got to get play through it. the commercial first. Yeah, good, good. Yeah, and then I'll tell you the sad one, one of the sad ones about how uh, rape victims, we need to talk about, we just mention it. It's not a funny thing at all. There's no way I can spin it into funny. It's not, but you need to hear his opinion. But go ahead. All right, let's see. Mad sound. Hang on. Look at that guy. He looks like Gollum. Sorry. He thought he was gonna take me. Oh, that guy okay. thought he was gonna take me to bed. Could you imagine seeing that face? Mom, I'm not, right I am not mom. gay, but oh my God. Anyway, go ahead. Pat, how are you going to... Taking a, a, I would have shot myself. Um, you know, it, it may be your mom isn't as sweet as you think she is. She <laughs> may be kind of hard-nosed. And so you he, he, he say, well, it's my, my father, he's not paying attention to mom. But right. his mom... Uh... Pat, how are you going to blame the mother? It's easy to blame the mother. You know, a woman came to a, a preacher that I know. Here we it's go. so funny. And she was awful looking. Oh, I mean, her hair was all torn up and she yep. was overweight and right, right, right. terrible clothes bed and everything. Of course, the whole thing. And uh, she said, oh, Reverend, what can I do? Uh, my husband has started to drink. <laughs> and the preacher looked at her and said, Madam, if I was married to you, I'd start to drink, oh, too. Oh, my. <laughs> we need to cultivate oh romance, God. darling. And it needs to be the men have got to be cultivating romance and the women. You, you, you always have to keep that spark of love alive. It just isn't something that just lie there. Well, 
I'm married to him, so he's got to take me slatternly looking. You've got right. to fix Lewis, have you ever had an, is an issue where there was a slatternly looking? <laughs> See, that, that only comes close to other things he said. That, that scratches <laughs> the surface. I'm glad you found it. But here's, here's one of the things he said. They were talking about a, a, a young girl who had been assaulted sexually, right? There's no, no funny on this one at all. And Robertson was on the air blaming the young girl, saying that it was probably the way she dressed, that guys oh, can't help themselves. That guys can help themselves? Yeah, the religious right guys feel that. They're, it bolstered his whole entitled slathering – what do you say, slathering squad? Slather. It's like when you see who goes to Regent University – it is the dregs usually of society, and I don't – I will not take that back because it is really a low admittance. But basically you can have something dangling between your legs, and you're in. You're in the admission process, right? It is a male-driven society that is complete, out of touch with morals, courtesies, respect for women, manners. It is the Nazi recruiting camp. Yeah, there's no chivalry with Pat Robertson. No. Joyful June said he can say that because he's a real looker, that Pat Robertson. <laughs> yeah, seriously. That's how he talks, too. You know, it's like. <laughs> that sounds like <laughs> Fantastic. Oh yeah, but they, they, there was a girl I knew, a couple, you know, and oh my God, um, she was having her baby, right? The man had said that I'd worked with painting contract at CBN. He said, he's bragging. She is not going to be in the hospital. No doctor's going to be looking at her. She's going to be at home. She'll have a midwife. And I said, what about medication to ease the pain? No medication. My child is not going to be subject to any medication. She's going to have it natural completely. And she could have a female midwife. And he said, she's not allowed to cut her hair. I got to tell you. If Robertson got his way, we'd be in a theocracy, a one-world theocracy, which is what I was putting in the Matrix story, mortals, and you would have women. You have no rights whatever. Handmaid's Tale is exactly what Pat Robertson wanted. Doctors, attorneys, female um, uh, skilled women, like yourself, Danny, you would yep, be in sex clubs 100%. for the men. You'd be in sex clubs. Women would be subjugated just like they are yeah, in, you, in They'd Islam. hobble your hands and hobble yeah. your feet, and yeah. you would be serving them, Danny. I'm sorry. Any woman out there, that is Robertson's plan. You were created for a man's pleasure, according to Robertson. So I'm glad I'm Here, still alive, a, and I'm glad I drove one. him crazy. Tom, here's yeah. another video. Apparently, this is one of his creepiest moment, moments ever. Let's okay, give it. Give it. Please put it up. Let's tear him up. <laughs> Reveal him. From his 700 Club show. This may be the most... A sweet Christian girl, lady. Absolutely. All right. Do you see anything in porn that attracts you at all? No, Pat. These well, questions that you ask me, I'm well, like, I'm really? Trying to, I'm That's trying scripted to right there, by the way. Go ahead. No, That's that scripted. is not an issue for me. Thank you very well, much. Okay. See how she said it? That's bad right acting. Here. That Anybody else getting this vibe? He's kind of snickering and smirking about asking yeah. the young girl about porn. I mean, yeah. he, seems, he seems turned on by this. I feel very mm -hmm. bad for this woman. Let's continue. Really? He's right. Well, there's some people. Could... All right. The thing that shocks me, shocks me, we always thought this was a male thing. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. A boy thing, yeah. a guy thing. Yeah. But now mm -hmm. it looks like 
thirty percent of women yeah. are involved in pornography. Yeah. <laughs> Pause a second. You know Pause a really? second. Thirty percent. Dissect women this. Are... Pause it, Gino. Did he just say pornography? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Now. You're muted, Gino. Oh, sorry. Pornocracy. Anybody, anybody watching too? Did anybody notice the body language? Of right. her body or language. Him. <laughs> him. him. Okay. What's he doing? He's, he's leaning like in. He's le- yeah, yes, okay. he's he's yeah. leaning into what he wants. Yeah. He has no control. If you are so engaged in lust, mm-hmm. unless it's with the person you love, then you're going to not have control of what you're doing. Like ladies out there, you know that if there's a guy that you're with that's watching every woman in the restaurant, they'll explain that they can't handle it. Yeah, we can handle that. We we're not going to have eyes for somebody else. Thank you. Right? Yeah, we're not. We're not. It's not going to happen. We'll be so enamored with the person we're with. We'll be so enamored with the person we're with that whatever's there will be for them only. And others will see that. But if if you're looking at other people, it's not okay to look, not touch thing. It's not good to do either because Robertson's whole group does that all the time, right? But his body language, not only his body language, his voice. Listen to the timbre tone of his voice. He's doing the bedroom voice. Can you rewind it a bit, Gino? Play his voice and listen to the voice with that idea as if he's trying to sweet talk a woman he's interested in getting to bed. Play his voice. A male thing. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. A boy thing. Oh, a and the eyes. Thing. Yeah. Yes. now, mm-hmm. it looks like 30% of women yeah. are involved in pornography. Yeah. <laughs> and Did you know that, Lewis? 30% of women are involved in pornography. Okay, pause one more time. That's it, that's Did you shot. hear it? Did you hear it? Robertson doesn't talk that way usually unless he's flirting. See? So he's the head of a whole organization that's breeding horrible men, predator men, who believe they are entitled to take any woman they think is pretty. And they pass this philosophy around that if they're lusting after a woman, they're not responsible. They're actually being called to save her soul. Let that sink in. If they lust after a woman, then they're supposed to hit on that woman because if they have sex or get them to be with them, they save their soul because Robertson's the only organization that's actually going to heaven. Does that does that does that not hit the creepy chords? Does that not hit the creepy music? Rick does that not sink in? Chat said it's like creepy Joe. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. They might have hung out together. I don't know. See, it comes through, doesn't it? If we're not saddled with that, like. Gino, you and I as guys, right? We're not saddled with that, and those in the chat would understand this too. We have no problem not looking at another woman with the woman we're with. We have no problem at all. It doesn't even occur to us. For them, it's impossible. You could say to one of their people, we'll give you $5 million if you don't lust after another woman in the next half hour. Let's go to a public place. You wouldn't even pay out a dime. You wouldn't pay out a dime. You wouldn't pay out a dime. They'd all flunk. For us to be like, pay me now. It's like, no, you're, you're, you know. And they, they, when I was there, they kept saying temptation, all the temptation, God expresses. God, he actually said this. They said, God weeps when we sin, but it increases the grace, the power of grace. And, and he weeps when we're sinning. Jesus weeps when you sin. You better look again. If you think that's all you're going to get is, you know, I'm going to go lust after this woman and sin. I'm going to go take this woman. And Jesus is going to do weeping. Jesus is weeping. Isn't that adorable? Uh, wait till you see what actually comes down the pike. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Our good I, would, friend, I would pay seats and get the popcorn. 
our good friend Adam Hugapug said, uh, do any of you get the same vibe with Olstein? Joe Olstein, what I get from him is uh, lusting after that green stuff. Remember? Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's what I see with Joel Osteen. Yeah. yeah. It's all about yeah. the money. See, why isn't it talked about, about like, I mean, as we're talking about men right now, Christian men, which this, this just raises the specter of this whole issue is Roberts' organization because that is the worst of male humanity. I will tell you right now that is Nazis gone wild. And he actually employs ex-Nazis. Where are the programs where we're talking about good Christian male behavior, you know, and how easy it is not to do wrong when you simply anchor in your heart respect basically for the opposite sex. And I know the guys listening in the chats can understand this. It, it's like we keep hearing all this stuff about, you know, it's near impossible. Men are this way. There's, there's two helicopters flying right out my window. Oh, crap. That's so cool. They're in perfect formation. Job, guys. It looks good. Keep it up. <laughs> keep practicing. You guys got that. Go Texas. Okay, you're right. Yeah. Okay. I just want to give a shout out. Shout out to them. Doesn't he, top... Gino, doesn't he totally remind you of Jim Carrey sometimes? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's what I also, told. a little bit like Robin Williams, just off the rails here. You got to bring him back. You can, you can bring whatever you want. It's okay. Dorothy Hamill, go for it. All right. So, yeah. So, yeah. 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 You, you don't believe me? Dorothy Hamill, too. Right, what was Scott? Who was the male skater? That just that top Saturday Night Live did that whole thing. I just love it. Oh Where they, yeah, Hamill, Hamilton, Hamilton, no Hamilton. It's Scott something Hamill, like Scott, Scott, Scott Hamilton. Ask the chat. Scott. Scott. Okay, ready? Yeah. Okay, one second. One second. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> there, that's my Scott Hamill. I had to do it. Okay, it's anyway, perfect. So, okay, okay. <laughs> I love that skit so much. I really do. It's so anyway, good. So, yeah. Yeah, thanks. There's a lot of good uh, old SNL skits. There's amazing. But anyway, yeah. yeah. So what you have is the dregs of male society go to yes. Pat Robertson. He recruits them. He wants loyalty and he wants uh, deprivation. He wants you to be the worst. And when you go to the sessions, you hear that. That's why I told you about the demon circle on that thing to London. And I was an outcast. Yeah. Then later they said that I saw demons. I'm the only guy that said I didn't see demons. <laughs> so they, they're very good about spinning everything backwards, right? So, yeah. yeah. But I just want to shout out to all the guys out there that actually are believers, that actually are doing a great job, and we never hear it. You hear Robertson and others saying that all men, right, all men are this way. All men are like the stallions in my barn. No, we're not. It's not hard to look at a woman and say, there's a sister in Christ, or there's somebody who is a being that I get to connect with and share knowledge with. If you are somebody who is like Pat Robertson's way, you're never going to get knowledge. You're just going to be, you're going to miss half the world's knowledge and experience. I will say this before I was a believer in, in my friends that aren't believers, they mm -hmm. definitely have a proclivity, and I used to have a proclivity to look at everything that moved. <laughs> okay, like well, that that's was what we're, definitely in my that. male makeup. <clears throat> Aren't exactly. we taught? Are, you're taught that, right? As How many Christian, dads? Yeah. If, the, if if that desire comes over me to look at a beautiful woman walking by or something like that, I have to tell myself, no, you, that's that. Like I've I've learned to tell myself, what if that's my sister in Christ? Like when I look at yeah. my sister well, that that's, way, like that's weird. <laughs> Sorry. See, that's, that's it, you know. I yeah. think that, you know, God has the right person. And when it's the right person, you turn on all thrusters like, um, like Maverick, you know, in uh, Top Gun. So it's like you do. And, and that's pleasing to her. So it's like you turn on every thruster and just knock yourself out. But it has to be only for her. And that's it. 
And it's fun for people to see that. And it's like, that's what Hollywood needs a dose of. They need to see couples that actually have eyes only for each other. And it's not hard. It's so easy. It's easy to love a person, mm-hmm. you know? And that's part of it too, love the person, right? I think healthy uh, relationships, marriages, whatever, is based on seeing your partner as a person, you know? Again, take that programming away, you know, and laugh, have a good time. So yeah. Yeah, knock yourselves well, let's out. Watch, yeah. Let's watch the rest of this video because I'm interested. No, but it's going to be fun. Okay. I, I think That's I so remember scary. this. I think I've seen a couple of these episodes because I used to watch them. And heard let's keep time. doing this. This is fun because this is actually yeah. showing it. But I can, I'll tell you later what they did in the mailroom. Go ahead. Gay men. Uh, uh, author, kind of a little housewifey type yeah. uh, who uh, uh, it doesn't look like some glamour queen or something out of, uh, you know. Uh, but you know what, Pat? This summer, the big book was Fifty Shades of, was it well, Fifty Shades of Grey? That's when I'm getting ready to interview. I like that. Oh, she I'm doesn't sorry, know. Man. She's like, you know, the big book was Fifty Shades of, and then she says, oh, wait a second. I'm not really supposed to know about this. So I'm going to look off camera and say, what was it? Fifty Shades? What, what was that book? Yeah, She has no idea. And now the good transition catch. to gay match. I'll let you talk. That's good catch. But it's true. Fifty Shades of Grey. Everybody was I mean, reading. She wasn't supposed to be smart. It's kind of like a, a housewife in some little town in England or wherever it is. Right, Fifty right, Shades right, of right. Grey is the fastest selling paper book of all time. And the book's erotic content is limited, some to call it mommy porn. And while most people think of pornography as something men struggle with, a third of, a, of the millions of Americans who watch porn are women. Yes. Who thought? I mean, that's there we go. Let's just bring it into gay men. It's the fastest selling paper book. That's also interesting. I've read that plastic books, steel books, and chocolate books don't sell that well. Paper <laughs> books are really the ones that we're concerned I've with. I've heard they yeah. last the longest and that the print is very uh, easy to read. Very odd. It's Pornography. Scary. And relating everything yeah, back yeah, to right. gay men. Creepy. Just downright creepy. But uh, par for the course for Pat Robertson. Absolutely. Yeah. So Musk he is, a- by the way, he is gay. Pat Robertson was gay. Flaming gay. Like, that's so, why, the, that's, so the whole marriage was a sham? Yes. What, what happened was he is flaming gay, and that's why Dee Dee looks the way she does. See? <laughs> it's like she is a, like, old royalty would be somebody to say, I'm married. I'm married. Wait, right. which DD are we talking about? The Faye the, Dunaway? The, the one that was his wife. Yeah, Faye. The oh, no, seriously. The seriously. <laughs> seriously. Yeah. Yeah. So isn't that something? Yeah. And it, so it's like, yeah. So I know from the inside that that was the big thing. He didn't want to get caught. So what do you do if you don't want to get caught? You pretend to be very much macho. But it, yeah. Where you pump, you pump 2,000 pounds with your legs. Yeah, with your protein Tom, that is the weirdest thing. You said macho, okay? I haven't heard that word in forever. And look what's on the I never screen. used it forever. It just came up now because I'm thinking Pat Robertson. I, there's a I, dinosaur I, on the screen there's, bumping weight. Yeah. There's a derogatory term on this sentence, but you got to look at the word that's in quotes. Okay, God. <laughs> macho. Oh, my God. See, that? I picked it up. I picked it up. So that's what I'm saying. It fits him. You know, that's what something – yeah, it just fits him. So – so people like Robertson and all his spawns, what they're doing is they're, they, their philosophy is like Hollywood's. No wonder they mix the Hollywood sex ring with his sex ring. They trade people back and forth is because it's all about the man scoring the most beautiful woman. That's Hollywood's mentality. It's religious rights mentality and it's centered in the cabal. See? So the, what, what's, what they're afraid of is 
those of us that are actually genuine outside that are men are going to have beautiful women by our side. They are petrified. And that's why any woman that would come our way would be approached and told, you need to back off. Don't be with this guy. Uh, he's demonic. He's he's crazy. He does, quote, witch cult activities on children. Pat Robinson. They are desperate. Yeah. God. Sorry. Isn't that crazy? No, They're very afraid. I That's started afraid a new – this video is <laughs> Pat Robertson telling women – Let's have a Let's have a fest. Let's have see. a fest. Go for it. Okay. Let's see. What Could you – wait. I just got to do something. Can you imagine Pat Robertson in bed? Was, I mean, it's like oh, – here he goes. Ready? It's like, no, it's like, I don't want did, to. Did you want to see office space? Office yeah, space? Yes, I did. You know what I'm talking about? Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, Jeff. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. No, I don't want to. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. It's like, so – so how's that feel? How's that right there? That feel good? Yeah. You know, I'm going to lean in more because I'm definitely no. attracted to you. <laughs> it would be with the 700. Oh, my God. There, there's probably a graveyard of people he was with that just were like, I can't take it anymore. Oh, my God. So, yeah. So, on a side note. Yeah. He remind, Do we know where he's from? Hell. He was just unleashed and then they called him back. He was like spawned. in America. Where is he from in America? Well, his dad was a U.S. senator, so entitlement extraordinaire. Okay, because um, so all that I think of when I look at him, he is exactly my son's father's family. What? That's them. Well, that's wild. Do you know George? Put George Bush's picture, George Bush Jr. when he's president, next to Pat Robertson's picture. Hey. I got Mama Spark Look at them. Over there. They they are the same. They could be brothers. They could be twins for the same. They could. They could. Boom. Yeah. Mama Spark over in Rumble said, "Poke my eyes out, please." <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, you know let's, what? I was going to tell Sparkles that with us being happy and do what we're doing right now drives them insane. <laughs> they think that they're supposed to have power, you know. So go ahead, fly away. All right, let's see oh, this Oh, my one. God, he tells me what's sexy. I want, to, I want to hear the comments on this one. Go ahead. Oh, Notice the lady? On. Notice the lady? Does he ever hang have on, anybody I... who's not a fading star? Yeah. I forgot I like, See what he's it. doing? I want Hold to on. see it all. In fact, you know I have oh a book called God. You Are a Prize to Be yes, Won, and yes. I have a chapter called Purity is Sexy, which is again. really what Jennifer was yeah. saying there, too. Yeah. And, you know, you're a guy. Guys don't want to see it all. They like the mystery. Isn't that well, right? Absolutely. Oh you know, just, you know, from a purely purian standpoint, a lace stocking is more sensual than a bare leg. <laughs> you know, yeah. it, I mean, it's the illusion that there's something behind it. Something there. behind it, right. And especially yeah. for these young, innocent <laughs> girls that are just, it's so sad because as we just saw. You know, our girls, uh, I'm one in particular, my wife would get very modest dresses and the kinds that would come down to their knees a little bit below their knees. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. So they yeah, would all honey. be dressed up to go to school and guess what they would do? <laughs> Change. No, they would roll the, the skirts up. Roll them up. Roll them up. Oh, so with the waist so that they would get up above their knees. You know, there's yeah. always going to be, we're always going to yeah. rebel well, I mean, every they, generation. They're going to be like, like, the, like <laughs> the, oh. but. Uh, but modesty know. is hottest and I think that's modest a good word. Is hottest. Modest is oh, hottest. That is. Uh. Modest God. <laughs> oh my God. I, I bet he had a dress picked out for me. Oh, yeah. So women yeah, know how to yeah. look sexy and appealing to yeah. me. Oh my God. 
Well, that's a whole thing on the corruption part, which is fascinating. So write another note. It's going to take two shows for this, Gino and Danny. It's going to take two shows. So let's just roll, I guess. But here, since I'm a co-host, we'll be back with this. But put down his um, Secrets of the Kingdom. Uh, what is it called? The Secret Kingdom. Yeah. And he puts down that law of reciprocity. We're going to talk about that at another point. So if you make a note again. Just do it for me. Yeah, thanks, Gino. I'm sorry. I'm don't, don't lose your notes. Yeah, don't yeah, lose the notes. These, all. Are all, these are all gems. These are all gems. I, look, look, I remember watching him in my early Christian walk. And all mm -hmm. he talked about was that law of reciprocity. And that's We're what Oprah that. was yeah. preaching. Oprah was preaching the same thing. So that's funny. right. That's why Maui, we can tie into Maui in a bit, too, afterwards. Let's do a precursor. This will be a precursor. And anybody in the chat that has an idea too for us to discuss, I can give you my insight on what I wrote this on the inside. So yeah, let's do the mail room though. Okay, let's do okay, the mail. Let's room. go to mail room. Yeah, let's do that. All right. So we were at the 700 club. We did the rimshaw thing with the funny face. And then what happens is the carts are brought into the mail room and the volunteers are from the community and they're told, okay, here's the rules, right? During the fundraiser, you're to rip open every single letter, put the checks and money in here and throw out the paper, uh, prayer requests and envelopes here. They weren't even looked at. All those people with those prayer requests, it wasn't about that. Just put the money in here. Put the checks and money in here as fast as you can. Now, that's very interesting, isn't it? Now, what's on the checks? Did we talk about Ezra 7, 17, 18? We did, didn't we? Ezra uh, 7, 17, 18? Get your Bible. Anybody have one? You don't have your... Okay. Anyway, it's okay. Okay, look up Ezra 7, 17... And if you're listening in, look it up also if you can. Ezra 7, 17, 18. Don't read it out loud yet. I want to explain to you what's going on here. Okay. All I want is 17, 7, 17. That's it. Don't show 18 yet. Don't show 18. <laughs> okay, you ready? No wonder they wanted to be on the 700 club. Okay. All right, here we go. All right, so... Whenever you, on the donation slips for Pat Robertson organization, it says all funds will be used according to Ezra 7, 17, and 18. So we're going to do 17 first, okay? So go ahead and read it, Danny, if you could. Um, 17. So okay. all money will be used according to this verse. Go ahead, Danny. With this money, be sure to buy bulls, rams, and male lambs together with their grain offerings and drink offerings and sacrifice them on the altar of the temple of your God in Jerusalem. Does that imagery ever, does that kind of sound like um, cultish, like wide, eyes wide open a little bit? I don't know. The, if you're gay and you're saying bulls and stuff like that, you're drinking anyway, it's just kind of a nice little thing there. Anyway, but the point is, that the money will be used for what it was according to be used for, what they said they're going to use it for, right? So that's good. That means that when you donate, the money will be used for that. Now, what's interesting is they don't say they're going to abide by the IRS. In fact, they were refusing to, saying that they're exempt, that they're religious, and they won't they won't release their records to even the Better Business Bureau because they're and they won't even respond to Congress um, sending a summons because they answer only to God. That's really nice if you got a laundering operation. So. All right, so the check is this statement. Anybody in the chat? This statement looks like, okay, the money will be used, what we said it's going to be used for when we sent you the donation slip, right? Yeah. So why is the next verse tagged on number 18? Danny, if you would, Gino, if you'd scroll. Wait, Tom, I wish we had that guy from the 700 Club that was playing the little drum roll, because that would be perfect right now for a second. Oh, it would be, wouldn't it? 
but here we go. Yeah. There's the great reveal. Danny, take it away. You and your fellow Israelites may then do whatever seems best with the rest of the silver and gold in accordance with the will of your God. Ah. So we can go to the race forces, the travel agencies, our little conference center. They can go to Dee Dee's new uh, facelift. Everything can be applied, including I was told that Pat Robertson had call guys on the side. That was kept very discreet. Why they keep it discreet? Because he does some good, they said. Hear that? Because he does some good, so, so he deserves yeah, that? So they, that's why they kept everything hush-hush and allowed him to engage in those things. Isn't that crazy? let him do it because he's doing some good. That's it. That's it. Hitler created the Autobahn. Just, he does some good. Oskar Bürgenschägen. He does some good, Jaga. Yeah. This is good. Yeah. He does some good. Autobahn. Ooh, whoosh, whoosh. So what you have is the second verse. What do you think of it? Anybody? As far as donation? The donations are supposed to use what's according to be used for. If I say this is to give money to the starving children in um, the U.S., which it should be uh, sometimes, then we give it to the starving children in the U.S., right? But what is Ezra 7.18 telling us? We can do whatever we do. Do what you want. Whatever we want, even to our orgies, our stallions, whatever we want, the parties, and that's that. How yeah. about that? Yeah. This is what this is my biggest pet peeves in Christianity. People will nitpick scriptures. They'll take a verse or two out of context. They won't read the rest of it. And and they'll make it into whatever they would need it to be so it fits their narrative. And so they can do as they wish. Yep. It I happens an idol. all the time. All yep. the time. I just made, I just so made if, an if, idol while you did that with little arms out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if, if I think that it's okay to <clears throat> steal money from people, I could nitpick a verse somewhere in the Bible and make it fit oh, yeah. the narrative. Easily. Yeah. Easily. Yeah. Yeah. If you, if you want to go slaughter your neighbors, it's like, yeah. well, they had them. Um, I feel so bad yeah, for Malachi's. that tribe. That, yeah. Yeah, what was that? What was the tribe that had to have um, circumcision as adults? All the males had to be circumcised. And oh. Here's my question. They did it. They did it. They actually did it. If I had... If I had a tribe that came up and they actually got circumcised, they went that far to prove they're loyal. I'd be like, you guys, it is pizza and beer. You know, it's like, but instead they slaughtered them. And the guys are like, they're trying to fight. They're like this, like, you know, they're like, there's no way they can fight. They're sore. So I don't think that was a fair shake. It was. It's one of the ones I have a question about. Yeah. That probably goes back to the 400 AD meeting or whatever, but yeah. So yeah. So yeah, so see, it was fraud, wasn't it? It was total fraud. I just did my Jimmy Stewart. It's like, it was fraud. Jab you, Mr. Potter. You, you took our money and you gave us a false scripture. And uh, Mary, Mary, get Clarence out here. He needs to hear this. So it's like, yeah, I just like took the money and just totally sent it where it doesn't, where he wants it. Oh my God. Oh my God. Yeah, let's reveal him. And the more we laugh too while we do it, the more it irks him and drives him crazy. Yeah, yeah. So that's one of them. We check one off the list. The mail room. Okay, so that we, so we got yeah. the stallion. We got the mail room. Um, mm, how done. about uh, OB in Columbia? I forgot what my initials. Oh, Operation Blessing in Columbia. Oh, my God. Okay, you ready? So we, we know what the – this ties in nicely. So we have the mail room, right? We have the picture in the mail room. We know what's happening there, right? All good on that. We know about the donation slips, right? 
Now, how are we going to generate the people to want to, or generate the desire for people to give? It's like the architect and the mortals matrix, right? So what you're going to do is you're going to film stuff that hits home. Now, keep in mind, get this. Out of their lust comes, the, I was going to say fruit, the, what we need to bring them down. They can't control it. Their boasting is a cattle muncher. Their boasting and also their lust reveals them. All right, now watch what happens. To my home, when I'm at the Rockefellers, comes this student who was sent by Pat Robertson and his team to Columbia, right? To research uh, a paper on Operation Blessing operating in South America, all right? So he also is lusting after my housemate, one of my housemates at the Rockefeller. Look at the kitty. There you go, girl. Hey, there you go, girl. Okay, <laughs> she likes to sit up there. Um, Lusting after one of my housemates, right? A couple of different girl housemates, and that was the way I was safe at the time. So he is lusting after her. She says no, she doesn't want to have sex with him. This is Pat Robertson, one of his top students. And so he throws his paper in the trash can right at my house. So what's on that paper? And this is what ties in. He was on the trip to Columbia. And on that paper is a thorough research of all the pornography usage and everything going on with the Operation Blessing staff in Columbia. And so all these red lines are, here's the treasure. On it is all these red lines where his PR staff is editing the paper going, let's not include this. Let's not talk about this. It's on the copy. And in it, it says that pastors were complaining that Operation Blessing money didn't go to them. So where did it go? What's all that footage being aired during the fundraisers where you see all these hands receiving the morphine and all the medicines going out? He actually said in one of the donation slips, a miracle has happened. The dictatorship was there, whatever, Nicaragua, I guess it was, right? He says, we're the only ones allowed in, the only nonprofit allowed into the country by the president, the despot, right? We're the only ones allowed in. It's a miracle. Give to the 700 Club. Give to Pat Robertson. Well, the reason it's... Because he was giving the medicines that you were providing to the drug lords. The only hands you saw going off the trucks, getting the medicines off the truck, were the drug lords' hands or their lackeys. So that is in the paper. That's in the paper that was in my trash can at my house because he was lusting after Kirsten, who then was picked up by Spielberg's best friend named Peter out of New York, who said, if you come and sleep with me in Hollywood and have sex with me in Hollywood, you'll have dinner with Spielberg and lead in Sweet Charity. <clears throat> yes. <laughs> Keep doing it, guys. Losers. This shows exactly what happens. If you want to make it in Hollywood or anywhere like that, you got to do all these sexual activities. That's right. And they'll film it and they'll make sure that you are now, it's held over your head. And um, they say it, they, they say it is dirtying your hands. Once your hands are dirty, they'll use that, and their attorneys will say that too. Your hands are dirty, just as dirty as ours. No, I was sexually attacked. So, and that goes for all the people that have been through this, right? Eyes wide shut is not a myth. Eyes wide shut is them wanting to put it in full sight. The masks, the ceremonies, the whole witchy stuff—that's all going on, and you'll see it at the parties. And you're supposed to feel flattered that you're invited to the parties. Well, I was invited to Robertson's parties and the Hollywood parties. See? So I know exactly what's happening. I would get sick and I'd want to leave. I would hide in the library and look for a way to go. Right? So 
Yeah. Anyway, so yeah, so that's that's what it was. So you have this Operation Blessing tape being played uh, as between the fundraisers, and he has all these cronies on the phones and these different tiers of phones uh, picking up, and you hear the ring, ring, another thousand dollars being donated, and you hear like the jeep, and the black guy's going like, "Yo, what do I do? I just I'm a token guy here during the drum." He's like, "Oh, you, you, know, you can catch him on camera too." It's like, "Let's have a rim shot." <laughs> operation like blessing just for those yeah. that don't know tom i mean there's supposedly this uh people donate they have these massive semi trucks and planes and and boats and whatever they need to get the uh -huh. supplies to these yeah. you know horrendous areas you, like haiti maybe or you, you need a, a yacht earthquake strikes you, yes you need a yacht to be able to go to the mediterranean to give a pill to somebody there. So yeah, that's a write-off. Yeah. Yes. But isn't that crazy that that's what's going on, you know? And this whole idea that if you don't get to Pat Robertson, God's going to punish you. And that's another one. If you want to make a note of that, it's actually in the Immortals. They took it out. But yeah. So so we have drug lords. You got God, what? Sorry. What's that uh, guy's name? Um, uh, he has a private jet and he was on, he Copeland. was caught by... Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Have it was all that. They're all, this is the funny thing. You just raised something so cool. There are conventions, no duh, that the evangelists go to, no duh. And what happens is very interesting at these conventions. Remember it was uh, Jim Baker that was at one of these conventions when he had the prostitute come in his room. Mm -hmm. He's like, yeah, do her. You know, what, what an idiot. There's their mentality. There's their brains. They're, if you want to be with the religious right, your only qualifications are basically at like Quantico, Virginia, for being a chief of police with the FBI. You basically high school equivalency or less, you're in. But the thing is, like, yeah, these guys are mm, not to mock those that actually got their high school equivalency. These guys struggled with that. But the thing is that you've got these things where they did this testing at these religious right, or I'm sorry, um, evangelical, uh, televangelist uh, conventions, right? Televangelist conventions. They said, in the test, what they found out was that the pornographic channels, they know what room each of the heads were at, was constant. They were all watching pornography. So Pat Robertson would watch pornography when he's there, and it's probably gay pornography. And it's like that kind of thing. So, yeah. DDM. Anyway, isn't that crazy? You can find that probably Tom, online too. Tom, do you think it's a coincidence that Pat Robertson's organization is Virginia and Langley? the CEI blank, the Clowns in America organization. Gino, good, 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 good point. Just, yes, I, I it's the triangle. Kind of they, they call it the triangle. They call it the mm -hmm. triangle. So, yeah, so CIA, if you go to um, Rockefeller's exit, Clay Williamsburg, Camp Perry's right there on the exit. And Camp Perry was actually tapping my phones. I have a voice machine where I hear this on my voice machine. They screwed up. They're supposed to be tapping it. Instead, they put a feed through. She said, they actually did like Papa Goose. This is Mama Bear. This is Papa Goose, Mama Care. And I was like, what the hell? And so I called the I called the phone company and the place. I'm like, what the hell's on my phone right now? This isn't friends. You go, oh, that's that's Langley. Duh. There's our intelligence agency. They're so freaking stupid. And they're still practicing trying to fly helicopters information out my window. So yeah, they God help us. Actually, their exercises are trying to fly two helicopters next to each other. They're still at that level right now. It's like they're still trying to make the wheel and create fire and and, and attach a, a rock to a stick so they can have a hammer. 
they're, they're, they're still there. It's like, I think Elon Musk is trying to make the monkey smart so he can help the intelligence community. That's what's going on. It's like, here, we'll make that tax free. Oh, that's how you do it. But, what were yeah. the names of the, the people? Papa Goose? Is that what you said? Something like that. Yeah, I actually had my voice messaging thing from when I was at Rockefeller's organization. Where I, was just, I was just being showered, groomed like the easy track all the way to director. You know, I was just, oh, my God. That's where that guy hit on the Kirsten. Let me just so tell you like, something. Someone hmm. that goes by Papa Goose is definitely wearing starched khakis right now. <laughs> There's no yeah. doubt in my mind. I love it. Well, that's the thing is the agents would talk, you know, if you got with an agent or I did a lot of film shoots and stuff like that. So I could talk to police and stuff like on the, in Virginia beach, they tell me everything. And it's like, you know, they'll be like, we're really fans of your work. You know, it's like, and think, think of the FBI, like Bob Walsh having dinner. And then there was like the FBI heads and they're all at the table with me and like, they're gaga. They're just like, we want to give you a card. This will protect you from any kind of prosecution. Just carry it with you. And it says, please extend every courtesy to Tom Althaus. We talked about, right? So I got that card. Right. And they do it to the sheriff's department. And it's like, so dinner with them and they're handing me this card. And it's like, you know, while I'm being groomed by Pat Robertson's organization, there you go. When you want to see what the cabal is, you look at the tentacles and look at the octopus head. It's all these organizations in one. And they're bound together by what? Lust and power. Mm -hmm. Right. And that's what they, they say it too. That one tape with the Disney attorney on tape with me and they didn't realize I play naive a lot. You'll see me play naive a lot. I'll kid with them. I'll joke with them. I'll be their best friend on the phone. And this is going on. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. That's so cool. What do you mean? Can I ask you a question? Like, why do you guys do this? It's all about power. Okay. All right. Well, why do the cars pull up? It's to show me that you can get to my son. That's not nice. But what about compassion? You got to understand, Tom, it's all about power. Can you say it again? I understand, Tom. It's all about power. Okay, cool. Who's the guy that heads this? Oh, well, you got it. There is power in playing naive. When I did all the musicals and stuff and did the international tours and things, I was cast as a guy in love, and I had to be naive. That's part of the makeup. I know what I'm doing. I can play dumb to the taste. And so I play dumb with them. That's amazing. Really? Okay. Oh, my God. So, yeah, and I don't get angry. I'm just like, oh, wow, that's cool. And then they become your friend. And then they actually say things like, I hope we have dinner sometime. You're actually really our nice guy. Thanks. Okay. Thanks for calling. Did you say that you had dinner with John Walsh before? Yeah. He was there when I did America's Most Wanted Season premiere. Uh, the guy was named, look up Robert D. Witt, Tom Summers, my stage name. Robert, Robert Witt, Robert Witt and Tom Summers, uh, America's Most Wanted. You'll see me. I always say, let's show the evidence. Yeah. But, How do you think John Walsh was when you met him? He seemed very civil. He seemed like he really liked me. And um, we're, we're, there it was that atmosphere where they were like, you know, bravo, pat, 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 pat on the back. You know, you did a great job. It's amazing, your story. Oh, my God. And they're giving me a card to make me one of them and protect me through all things. And it definitely worked while I was being groomed. It worked. Did I tell you about the five-ticket possibility thing? Did I tell you that? Wait, not yet. Hold on. You said Robert. Yeah, I want to answer. Let me fully answer your question, then I'll tell you about yeah, that. Yeah. What one. was what was the other Robert Witt and somebody? Robert Witt. Um, is it Robert Witt? Robert Witt. Yeah. It's just look up, um, look up America's Most Wanted. Robert Witt. Tom Summers. Tom, and like S -O -M -E -S. I think it's Robert Witt. Witt is W I T T. 
And they caught the guy, so I got residuals. You get like $800 plus if they catch them and everything. So so they, they gave me this thing to do to bring you in. They always give you a job that's very lucrative and easy to bring you in. See. So, yeah. But I had IBM and others like um, trying to recruit me all the time. So it's like they, they know our aptitudes. They know our aptitudes as, as you know, as a child. So we are, we are resources. We all know this. I'm singing to the choir. But we are resources. We are um, assets, they say. Right. Mm -hmm. So, and then when you're in the inner circle, when you're brought in, they tell you this very phrase, you're one of the elite. Now your life is over as you know it. And you're going to learn things you never knew. Yeah. Blow your mind. All right. I'm so Tom Summers. Hmm. I spelled it S O M E R S U S U S U. My, one of my directors said, you know, pick something that symbolizes you, something you love. I love the summer. I love summers. I love the beach. I love summers like surfing over there. Robert Witt. Should be Robert Witt. I've got the article. I'll pull it up for you. Robert Witt. I thought it was Robert Witt. Um, look at um Portsmouth, Virginia uh Portsmouth, Virginia, America's Most Wanted, Tom Summers. Um America's Most Wanted. Look up America's Most Wanted. Wait, let me see if I can find it, guys. Cause I want you to see this. I don't want to make it like what's he talking about? It doesn't look real. All right, hold on. Exit full screen. I'm going to call it up for you. Okay. I should be able to find this. Let's say let's struck it. Yeah, America's it. most I'll wanted. Robert. <laughs> Joy, Joyful June with... uh, has hashtag starched khakis, by the way. Yes. <laughs> nice. Keep it rolling. Uh, boy, oh, that was in night. Doug, I got it. 1988. Okay. Hold on. Let me see if I can get this pop. Wow. Is that it? Wow, wait, it was a season premiere. Hold on. All right, let me get the screen set up so you can. Hold on. This the captures. Oops. Robert, isn't it Robert Witt? 1988, Maxwell's Wanted. Maxwell's Wanted. Where is it? Well, I have the article. I can show you the article later, but let me see. Oh, that's right. Hold on. We could always. Well, answer I'll see. I bet it shows up. <clears throat> Hold on, one second. I'm just interested because obviously, what we do with Megan Walsh, the John Walsh part of this thing, because yeah, well, she already she already confirmed man. it. She said she remembers this. Okay, good. So she confirmed it. That's why she was saying she wanted to do a show together. So oh, So she really? remembers cool. it. Yeah, yeah. She said she yeah. said she wants to do a show with me. She put it on Twitter to me. So Excellent. I have a message on Twitter. Yeah. So she knows. She remembers this. Um. What happened? I'll, I'll find the article, guys. I will Just put my money When you find it, send it over. We'll add it in the description. They can look at it. Okay. All right. All right. Let's no move problem. on the list, though, here. I want to see DD in yeah. Manhattan. All right. feel bad I couldn't do that. Okay. This is big. This is really big. Okay. So as far as DD in uh, Manhattan, let me go back. I'm sorry I couldn't grab that for you right away. No okay. I will deal. find that again. Okay. Well, it's a big deal with me. I'm like, come on, Tom. You're going to come through here. All right. So Pat Robertson didn't want to be a preacher. All right. He wanted to be successful. Um, daddies live off the inheritance and uh, entitled, spoiled, rotten guy. So Didi and him were going to leave the cool, like this amazing life of travel, you know, dining and be the elite. He's wanting to be the part of elite. So born in the cabal. He wasn't cutting it. He wasn't making it. It's almost like the 18th century second son. Just nothing was happening. He was just out. So this pastor shows up. And I don't know, what Southern Baptist pastor or something showed up in Manhattan. 
and um, took him to dinner. And um, he had drove a nice car. They had this great meal. And Pat Robertson's quoted as saying, this is apparently the Toronto Star now, where he said to him, you mean you can have all this by doing that? And Robertson was sold. He was sold. It's almost like Satan going, we can have all those souls by doing that, right? Chills anyone? So, and that's exactly what it was for a predator. It was a gold mine, money and people. So what happens is, um, uh, keep in mind too, the one character, the Robertson character or whatever in the screenplay, reflected in the screenplay, he's talking about how all men are predators, all people are predators in nature. That's Robertson's viewpoint, not mine, reflected to that character anyway. So therefore, he looks for a place where he can be, you know, he look, wants to find a place that's controversial, right? And also where there's beautiful people. So Virginia Beach is known for modeling agencies. Look it up. In fact, the people that took my work and tossed it to Disney and Universal, they wrote me in by having me be a model and working also with their model agency and casting. That's how they wrote me in. And then they said they're submitting my work. That's how it happened. So, and keep in mind what that professor said, Dr. Selig, I guess his name was S-E-L-I-G, that he was saying that that's what the purpose is really of Robertson's organization, right? So the beautiful women are with the guys. Again, see the strategy? Beautiful women with the guys. You can't have beautiful women with the genuine guys. It has to be with his guys. That's their viewpoint of success, like he said about Trump's wife. Okay. So he then decides that uh, James, or James Landing or whatever, that that would be the place to go because that's historic. And they, they raised the cross. And they're on the beach and everything, and it's supposed to be a real, like, Edgar Casey, and there'd be a lot of controversy. And so he's looking for spiritual warfare so he can make money off that battle area. Make sense? Give it more, more oomph to get donations. That's really what drove him. So he got, what, horse stables, stallions, everything else all along the way and found a way to um, – with his cronies – which were a lot of them were ex-Nazis. They really are. Look at the names. Shonoff, Elser, Slosser, um, uh, Heinz, actually. Yeah, so it's like, they're right out of Germany. Some didn't even have their green cards. You're talking about goose-stamping Hitler youth. So Operation Paperclip was also part of Robertson's daddy's world. And son got those, those uh, availabilities too. It's like they go to his place. Yeah, my son's doing a new venture. Go ahead down there. Okay, yo, hi Hitler. So yeah, there they go. Sorry. And Tom, yeah. I don't know why this. You know this. This would probably surprise a lot of Christians because they're like, oh, I don't know. This sounds far fetched and all this. But if you really think about <laughs> yeah. it, like they know. And I, look, these are my brothers and sisters. But there's a lot mm -hmm. of gullible Christians, Tom. I mean, yes. Yeah. And they're <laughs> biblically. They're biblically illiterate. And I'm not trying to be mean spirit or anything towards my brothers no. and sisters. It's just, it's time to wake up and smell the coffee because what's been going on, what makes you think like paperclip operation paperclip didn't infiltrate the church? Of course it would. <laughs> they're the ones like, they're the ones that absolved them. Do you know that? Like Absolutely. in Rome? Do you know? Yes. They absolved them. They renamed Why them and cleared they? their record. It was like assembly just, line and the Red Cross yeah, gave them documents. It yeah. makes, it makes all the sense in the world for them to come into the church and, you know, try to... This is the thing, too. We fall for this. If they say we're on the right, oh, they must be good. They're conservative. Yeah. Well, Ooh, look what okay. Robertson Shoot. said. Say. Gino, bullseye. What did Robertson say in his Pat Robertson's perspective? You know, just right there anyway. Take me back to what he said, but I just want to address that real quick. I can't imagine writing a paper 
from my from anybody that would follow me in my organization going, Tom Oldhouse's perspective. <laughs> I'm going to write my, yeah, here's my latest issue of Tom Oldhouse's <laughs> perspective. I'm like, what is wrong with me? Yeah, it's like, you know, <laughs> my God, ego much? It's like, yeah, <laughs> seriously? Could you imagine, Gino? Well, I like, can't, but know. here's the yeah, thing. Yes, you can. Gino, the great one's perspective. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like picking your own name back in like the Middle Ages. I shall be, I can't decide. Gino, help me out here. Danny, help me out. I'm either Tom the Fantastic or Tom the Humble or, or how about how about Tom the Magnificent? Extra Magnificent. Yeah. Tom, G Gino could never imagine doing that with himself. Just just propping no. Gino up all day long on, on yeah. the show here on Inside. Well, Gino I mean, with your Magnificence, it would take a lot of prop. <laughs> That's a lot of extra amazing weight oh, to man. lift. Yeah, I'm saying. So... I'm saying. Yeah. And being a hero. You remember the hero my... story. I mean. Hero. Hero right there. Two two heroes right there. Two heroes. <laughs> bum, bum. Yeah. Why did you recruit me? Why did Pat Robertson recruit me when this is my nature? I am like Jim Carrey. Why do they want what the hell were you thinking? That's like that's like taking, you know, my character and saying, that I was going, uh, Tom, come to the bedroom. Like, <laughs> oh my God. Are you? What the? It's like, yeah. Mama, like, Mama oh Spark over and Rumble said, I grew up in a Baptist church and Jane Fonda came to speak on behalf of her husband, Tom Hayden. Go figure. <laughs> That's what we're yeah, talking about. There you about. go. I mean, they're, why they're in the not... world does a church need Jane Fonda to come and speak to its congregants? Like, that makes See, no it's, sense it's, at all. God is so smart, guys. To all of y'all here, all y'all, Virginia thing. Um, all y'all. The, the religious right, all their people live in a bubble. Now, first of all, if you got a massive ego and you're taught entitlement and the scriptures to back it, pulled out of context, then you're not going to think clear, right? If I walk around going, I am God's gift, which they actually say, God's gift to the world. Oh, all, all women want me. If I actually live my life putting that into my head, which is absolutely asinine stupid. If I put that in my head, then I'm not going to be in touch with reality, right? And I'm going to get angry every time someone doesn't see how magnificent. So this is how religious right guys would approach you. They come up like this, expecting the praise. And this is like nerdy bozos that have not, like one brain cell still hanging on for its life. You know, it's still hanging on to the synapsis that's the last one firing. <laughs> You know, right. and they actually think women are going to respond. If the women don't respond, they get angry because and then they give you this pitch, too, about how they are God's chosen. They actually, tell, can you imagine being hit on by a guy who's telling you that they're God's chosen? Man, they're called I, to become to you. Oh, Tom, when I was clubbing, that would have been a great pickup line. Yeah, so, to you. Why didn't I? I mean, I. I I was running out of airplane bags. I was running out of airplane bags when I was there. Oh, and they hated me. They hated me because I didn't do it. And and then it's like when I was at the organization, all these ladies were coming my way using my shoulder or hitting on me because I was the only one of the few guys that were actually genuine. And that's apparently what they wanted, right? Plus, when they heard I was going to be the face of Christian Coalition, it's like in their organization, the women are also programmed to go for the gold. Right. So if you're given a position by Pat Robertson, you know, punch the others out of the way. It is you woman. Know, 
But it's I, my wrestling time. I don't want to pass up this because I started on this conservatism thing. Conservatism yeah, is a religion in itself, okay? And I am, I would be considered a conservative. I'm conservative when it comes to biblical standards and things, the way I operate in my own life. Conservatism many things, has many become things. a religion. Yeah. That's the problem. Yeah. It's become this yeah. same thing, same thing with the left, right? With got, rules, with rules, and there's no get out. There's, that becomes you don't religion. quit the club. Yeah. You can't quit the right. club either, can you, Gino? Exactly. You can't quit the club. No, you're going to hell if you quit the club. That's right. right? Yeah. There's and no if you stand up, if 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 I stand up for biblical principles over conservatism, mm -hmm. and there's mm -hmm. patriotic people, I'm patriot, but it's it's Bible first for me. That's my life. I, I'm, yeah. I'm a true yeah. follower of yeah. Jesus Christ. That's what I do every yeah. single day of yeah. my life, every minute. So, if if I become I a conservative. You. Tom, I could get thousands and thousands and thousands of views. It'd be so easy to sell out. Yes, yes, like, yes. And you know what they say to too? Like, you just pick something so important, Gino. Yeah. Here's what they say to you when you're being tossed out. Remember they said about you, we're God's authority on earth for you? If you don't do what they want, then they say you are outside the church. They tell other people, other organizations, you're outside the church, and they go after your jobs that way, right? So, And they have a Christian shepherd's guide in Virginia Beach. Maybe some from there will know this one. And everybody in the shepherd's guide is you're not supposed to be used or touched. And they even say their attorneys will say nobody will ever use you. It's over. At, at Colonial Williamsburg, they, at Rockefeller's group, when they were downing me there, they said um, everyone knows not to use you. So it's basically shunning from the Roman Empire. But yeah, hmm. yeah. But shunning. what was yeah, the thing we were talking point. about just before that? There was something we were talking before about just before that. Before we go on that. to that, I, Joyful June is on fire tonight, okay? so oh, Joyful June. Said, I love the said, name, I'm, by the way. That's awesome. That's she almost said, like obviously. Gino the Magnificent. I love it. Go ahead. <laughs> very close. Very close. Joyful June said, obviously, Pat Robertson wanted some of that handsome Tom Tushy. <laughs> I oh don't even God. need to see. I don't even Wait. need to see the Tushy to conclude that. <laughs> you see the redness? Look at my face. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> okay. I need to go incognito. I can't take it in it. There we go. All right, there we go. Yeah, the Tom Tushy. Now, I'm not related to Tom in any way, but of course I'm saying that, you know, I, I just saying that yes, yes, I it's all there. Okay. <laughs> I know who that was. Uh, okay, yeah. Okay. That's the thing too. The so, ego okay. ego team, they always talk about themselves and they, they think that everybody's enticed and want to hear what they say. So just imagine yes, a room absolutely. full of the religious right all talking about themselves. It'd be the most boring thing on the planet, you know. Like, yeah, it's really sad. And it's anyway. funny. You know what's yeah. funny, Tom? Like, both yeah. sides, whether it's left, right, whatever, they were created to create conflict and division. It's like, it's not hard to see when you, yes, when you take the 40. That's the. Like, because neither of them are biblical. I mean, one's the closer core. to biblical standards, but they knew that, oh, we could suck Christians in if we have this conservative, ultra right group. We'll call them Christian, and then we'll lump them all in there. Which is nonsense, absolute nonsense. Uh, I'm going to say the, this right now. I'm going to do this right now. I'm going to pour tea on my head to just say, <laughs> "You're amazing. You're amazing." I don't do that for anyone. I don't do that for anyone. So yeah, there you go. Tea on my head. Yeah. So you, you moved me. You moved me, Gino. Is that, you moved is me. Is that good I'm for just, the scalp? Yep. Tea's probably good for the scalp. I have to go like this first. Yeah. Maybe I'll there try to grow some hair back. I can get you right here. Hold on. Lean forward. Lean forward like you're lusting after me. Like oh, I Robinson. should have. Lean forward. Lean forward. There you go. Yeah, rub that in, Gina. Rub that in. Ah, that felt good. Now that you'll be able to bench, bench press 2,000 pounds. <laughs> leg press. Leg press. Oh, that's right. Leg, yeah, leg press. Bench. 
kind of feels good. Anybody, anyone wants to try it? Just pour some tea on your head. <laughs> I hope that was tea. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. So yeah, that's for you. But yeah, what what were we talking about? I love this. See, life is amazing. God created us to enjoy life together, celebrate Him, lift each other. It's supposed to be a beautiful, fun, blasting world. The problems are brought on by separating ourselves. It's like the party's at home. You know, we're supposed to be happy, joyful, and kids are supposed to enjoy that too. It's supposed to be beautiful. You know, and once we get back to one partner that we devote all our thrusters like top gun stuff to it's going to be great you're going to hear laughter in every house you know and yeah. giddy laughter Tom, yeah i got a yeah. i got a bit of an anecdotal story here it just happened yesterday we were in our text group and kk a good friend of ours who's also yeah. one of the founders of rescue to fosters she a great organization was talking she was talking about how she's going to college right and yeah her teacher wrote an email and says KK, I really need you to use the textbook that we've given you to answer the Sorry. questions. <laughs> you got the right blades on? Yeah, I was like, yeah, I'm sorry. I was just like, I'm hearing you, but I just had to do something that, yeah. I figured this is the way they do it in the car. So I thought that would work, yeah. It's not really working, so, it just feels kind of bad in the eyeballs. Go ahead. So so her professor writes this email to her like, KK, I'm going to need to see you in my office in the morning. I just wanted to, she goes, I respect your point of view, but we really need to use the textbook to give me the answers we're looking for when we ask these questions. So now look, most Christians would say this. They would be like, you stand up to the man. You 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 tell her how it is and all this stuff, right? Okay, I get that. I totally understand that. And I'm, yeah. I'm behind that. But this is what we do. We're operating in their world. This is Satan's world. He's the God of this world. If you want to, if you want to, mm. Uh, move forward because you've att you're attending a college that's secular. Guess what you have to do? You have to play by their rules. I told no. my son. I told <laughs> my son. I'm gonna let. I'm gonna let Danielle. I'm gonna let Danielle. I know she opposes this, but I'll tell you. This is this uh, is years of being in a Christian and understanding how things work. Okay, it's gonna be a tennis match here. It's gonna be a tennis match. I'll be like, yeah. When when my son started going to college four years ago, he graduated now. It was like his first or second day of school. He had this professor, right? And and she she told the class, I will be addressed as professor, so doctor, so-and-so, whatever, right? Well, he That's raised his boring. hand and must have forgotten called her Mrs. <laughs> she lost mm. it. Like in mm -hmm. front of 80 kids, the first day of college, she goes off. Wow. Like, I will be wow. addressed as black, you know, whatever. And I told him, I told my kids this all through elementary school. I, I raised them as Christians, but I let them make their own decisions. And I, But I did tell him this. I said, Give the teachers the answers, the textbook answers that they want. It doesn't mean you believe it because you're in a secular system. So you play their game. You mm -hmm. you beat them at their own game. Well, and then yeah. eventually you overtake the system because you've they they had it rigged against you. Now okay. you understand how they did it, and you can well, operate what, in that what system is and be successful against it. What's Tommy Boy do on the phone? Tommy Boy plays nice on the phone. Exactly. It's like that's so cool. Exactly. That's so cool. What would you do They've if they infiltrated the yeah. us? We need to infiltrate them. That's how. Yeah, that's right. They educated so our perfect. They maybe, educated our perfect okay. parts, didn't they? We learned from here. them. Yeah. God. Maybe that's true. Mostly. But maybe there's some of us that aren't meant to do that. And we are put into positions to speak the truth. Like this, like this is so cool. So like, this is Gino and this is uh, Danny. Wait, where did you go? And this is, no, this is Danny. Uh, growl, growl, growl. And this is, this is Gino. Woohoo, 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 woohoo. 
It's like a little puppet show. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, we're all different pieces for God's plan. So, and I get and Dan, Danny's is, point of view. I agree with. I actually agree with that. There is a time <laughs> to stand. It's just it, with KK's situation because you're you've enrolled yourself into a secular college. So to get the degree that you're seeking, and I, trust me, I think degrees are worthless anyway. Most of them. Yeah. Whatever. Then you need to operate by those rules, and then you you'll have opportunities within the classroom, within other writings, where you're able to get your point of views across, whatever your beliefs are. So right. you got it when the teacher wants something, and I gotta say, the teacher <laughs> had her pronouns on there, her and whatever, or whatever. Oh my gosh. Her she or something. But the funny yeah. thing is, I gotta say, the teacher did say, KK, I do respect your point of view. I understand what you're saying, but I do need the answers we're looking for are the ones that are in the textbook. I get that. That's fine mm -hmm. with me. At least she admitted that. The yeah. thing is, you brought this up, so now I'm I'm not gonna let it go. This is awesome. Okay. I got a ringside <laughs> seat. It's like <laughs> God now. So I read yeah, yeah, right. answers and I think it literally brought tears to my eyes. Like I was so proud of KK for her answers yeah. that I was like, Oh my gosh, that was mm -hmm. divinely inspired and she needs to keep going if that's what God's showing her to do. And so that's all I'm saying is sometimes we don't know what God is wanting her to do right now. Right. So she might be doing that for a I reason. Agree. And maybe she won't get a degree, but maybe she's not supposed to. Yeah, I <laughs> or maybe she's going to come across she somebody's ever... path. I didn't think she should have went to that college in the first place when we were talking about it. <laughs> or, or maybe we'll meet I'm somebody. Kind of her, I'm kind of her father figure, Tom, so we have okay. lots of discussions. <laughs> Do you know what? I'm just wondering if, it, like if you, this is fun. If you, um, that was weird. If you actually might meet somebody who you're supposed to come across a path on, is what is that flow that God allows where we go where he guides us? And how do we know he's guiding us? It usually is when we're relaxed into it, I think. It's a whole topic. You know, it's like we could end up in the uh, lion's den and yeah. maybe we're supposed to be there if the timing's right. Right. So there's so much to this. As a writer, it fascinates me. When I send my characters different things. That's happened for years. I've been in places where I'm like, I shouldn't be here. And then I right. realized later why I was there. Ties together. To one or two people or a right. certain situation happens or whatever. Like, right. I, you, you really never know. That's what I was asking today, too. I don't mean to sidetrack from all the notes we have, but just to get to. But it's like, what? how do we find our path as far as God guiding us, you know, and, and if we admit it, all of us, all in chat and all right here, we each probably have different ways of seeking guidance or different ways that we feel we've been shown as signs to follow. We're not much different than ancient times. So I was talking about that today. What is the guidance, right? How do I know the guidance I get is right? And are we allowed to have a dialogue with God to, to see that? I mean, our, our leader, yeah. you know, it's Tom, like, yeah. you are hitting on two of the top questions Christians ask all the time. Yeah. What's God's will for my life? Mm -hmm. And what am I called to do? Those I hear all the time. His will is in his word. You can just read his word and it tells you his will. Mm -hmm. the, the other is harder to find. I will say that it is hard. Like it took me forever to figure out what I wanted to do or how, what I was going to do in ministry. Right. What does that look right. like for me? Cause we're right. all ministers. If you're an, if you're a Christian, you're called to minister. That's what we do. But right. what was my particular niche that I was going to be involved in? He he actually showed me in dreams and stuff. That's mm -hmm. why I'm doing it mm -hmm. now. <clears throat> but I didn't know so, that 10 years ago. Mm -hmm. I was lost, man. I'm like, I don't know what the heck to do. Like, right, right. You know, am I supposed to be a pastor? <laughs> like, I didn't want See, to be a pastor. See, that's where darkness has such a way of like 
we'll, we'll be on a guiding thing and it works and we get a sign and we know we're on the right path. We feel it. We feel it. And all of a sudden, there's that moment where we go, am I following the right voice? Am I following the right way? How do I trust what's been guiding me all this way? Was this a setup? And then you're back to – and then the whole turmoil that happens with that. It's just like it is so easy to question your route and your path, even if you've come miles looking back like, look what we accomplished. You know, and it's like, yeah, it's it's hard. What is the parameters? And if you go right to Pat Robertson, Pat Robertson says that it's success. He says it right meant law reciprocity. That was a nice tie-in. Anyway, so yeah, so he's saying like that comes from God, not me. But it's like success. He actually says that if you're successful, then that means God's blessed you. And those that he's are not successful, yeah. that right. you have been you're evil. And it's like he's yeah. and a wannabe. He actually says that when his organization, yeah, and he's in his work. And his organization and his attorneys are, are turning the tables and destroying people's lives. And then saying when they're down in the mud in the road because they're doing, they're saying, well, God didn't bless them. God blessed us because we took everything they had and we're successful. You know, so it's like, wow. So, but one of the things I feel led to do, and this is amazing. I told Danny, I'm supposed to be happy. I'm supposed to celebrate. And I'm told it drives the other side nuts. Since I've been targeted so long, so much, I'm supposed to show myself as I am. This is me. That's why I can't believe Pat Robertson predatored on me because it's like, buddy, you're barking up the wrong tree. Even if it has nice bumps on the back. Wrong tree. So, yeah. That's that a joke. That actually that brings up really a good fun. point. That was for if, sparkles. If, if Pat Robertson was a dog, what kind of dog would he be? Uh, rabid, um, probably uh, one of those um, Irish wolfhounds. So, yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah. yeah. Not to pick on the Irish wolfhounds. He sure <laughs> wouldn't be Lassie. Well, maybe he would see himself as Lassie, figuring his orientation. So, yeah. He would definitely see himself as Lassie. Did sure. you know Lassie was actually old, a girl old dog? Yeller. Old yeah. Yeller. Lassie was actually a, go a girl dog. Did yes. you know that? Yes. You knew that. Okay. No surprise there. And, and did anyway. you know there was like six different Lassies or something? Too? <laughs> like, That's right. And some of them had attitudes. Yeah. And the, the, the boy and the dog didn't get along. They had to keep yes. treat and lassie, one lassie. You know I mean? So anyway, but yeah, there's so much there's, to cover. Oh my God, there's so a, much to cover. There's actually a joke about that. <laughs> I can't, I'm not going to say it. <laughs> last oh episode, no. On the set, she was a real. <laughs> a real teaser, a real go-getter. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's what I was she like. She liked the cameraman's leg. Okay, got it. Okay, I got it. I just got to the chase. I'm just going to write to the chase on that one. So yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh man. All right. So well, law of reciprocity. So what did I, I remember this? So man, when I became mm. a Christian, I was all about just Jesus was a cosmic jackpot that I was just pulling the arm and I was going to be rich. <laughs> I remember. Well, I thought it was all about money, man. When I got involved in Christianity right in the beginning, because all these faith teachers, faith healers, all this stuff was on TV. Yeah. I was watching all of it. I'd go to conferences and they would tell you how to, you know, get money so into this ministry and you're going to get a hundredfold back. Like all these lies. I fell for all of it, all of it. So yeah. law of reciprocity was one of my favorites. I thought, Oh mm -hmm. yeah, this is it. This is like a universal yeah, law or okay. something. Yeah. According to Robertson, it, it must be true. And what's interesting is Robertson makes it very clear in his stupid little video where he's talking about it. I have a clip of it somewhere here. Are you saying that? God's bound by his own laws and the law. Then please don't strike me with lightning here because I don't believe that's, <laughs> but I don't believe that I'm simply saying what he feels. So I want to make sure that one, because this one's, this was strikeable, justify. If I got hit by lightning, it's justified. 
Okay, we're grounded on here. So yeah, so yeah. All righty. Okay, so anyway, yeah. So you have this whole thing where he's saying that um, God is bound that if you give to his him or Robertson's ministry, um, God has to give you a certain portion back down and pressed over, and he has no way around it. So he did the math, and he said something about doing the math where you give so much to Robertson, then you're going to have riches. And he goes like this, down, pouring, and press over pressing. He uses this thing, you know? God help us all. So yeah, so so it's basically a mathematical equation where you pick how much you want to have, right? And uh, as long as you give them to Robertson. So law of reciprocity is that God is bound by his own word to give you riches. It doesn't matter how much you're lusting or taking advantage of the world or how evil you are. He has to give you riches according to his law. Ah, great. Well done. You moron. So, yeah. Yeah. Got the last word, Robbie. Yeah. What are you going to do? Yeah. Roll in your grave? Sorry, Bobby. Sorry, Bobby, Bobby. Do you know what Robertson's real name is? He's not here right now, so I'm going to tell you. <laughs> Marion. His name's Marion. M.G. Robertson is Marion. Marion? Boy, his dad might as well named him Sue. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Yeah. No wonder. Yeah. No wonder he's all yeah, this set. Law, yeah. The law of reciprocity, Tom. I remember he talked about that all the time, man. I oh, mean, yeah. Like, it's a yeah. Every other show, that was it was about law of reciprocity. And it was this and thing it is just so in this ministry. And watch how yeah. God moves because he, he's bound, just like you said, bound by his own law. And, it and you're like, is. And, and when you don't, this is the thing. Again, if you're biblically illiterate <laughs> and you yeah. don't know what scripture actually yeah. says about this stuff, you fall for it hook, line, and sinker. And he yeah. knows that. Yeah. He prayed yeah. upon, all of them guys pray upon that because they know no one's reading their bible they're listening That's right. to you because you're the you're the bible guy well <laughs> so get this you, i mean you, you know you hit it right this is really important now let's go right to, remind me uh danny can you hold this in your head pat robertson's perspective about evangelicals hold that for me please okay your doll do you know you're a doll too here you go all right here we go so let's just write what can i say anyway yes i know not really anyway so here's the deal so pat robertson's perspective his whole law of reciprocity okay law of reciprocity so what he's doing is he's trying to create this empire like hitler did do you know he actually carried a copy of nostradamus's predictions you ready for the deep end what? Want a deep end? wait a minute they're quadrants yes. napoleon napoleon did too i and knew so napoleon, did hitler yes and so did hitler oh and robertson get this ready now chill time what? and i'm i i'm telling this to everybody out there Robertson wanted to be the now you know how I know this? Did my thing just change? Did I just hit the wrong yeah. button? Yeah. Sorry. Back to on how's that? Uh Good? wait, click no. on back. How's that? Talk oh, this again. is so important. Yeah. That's good. Yeah, That's okay. good right there. That's good. Rock and roll. So listen to this. Pat Robertson, remember the cabal's all about power. Stay with me, everyone. Oh, here we go. So I'm groomed to be the face of the Christian coalition. So I'm supposed to mislead you because you think, what a nice guy. And look at his cheeks too. Both of them. Both sides. Anyway, yeah. So yeah. So it's like, yeah. So that's supposed to throw you. Home and are going. You're going to do what I want. Which is Patty's role. Yep. Sorry. That was scary. Freeze frame that one and pass it around. And anyway, so yeah. So what happens is um, he, he actually is in the Toronto Star Chase. So just get ready for this. You ready? 
Get ready. This is the fire. You have a fire symbol. You got flames burning. If you could put it in the background right now, do it. On my flames. other shows, like, I'm going to have to add them to this show. I thought this show was going to be serious, so I didn't have them on It is serious. It's completely serious. It is. It's just that I can't stop laughing. Guys, an idiot. We've won. We've won, by the way, everybody. We are winning. They're running. We've won. So we're happy. That's the gauge they use. If we're sad and crying all the time, then they feel they won. They work visually too. So they're like, is mainly the guy run, right? Visuals. So we're happy and everything. They're like, something's wrong. Anyway, so Pat Robertson actually made a man-made mountain, Mount Trashmore too, on his property, right? His property. Now, what's so big about this? Orson Welles did about the Quantras or whatever, right? I said the Quantra. I don't know. So anyway, so he's talking about New York City as being the man-made mountain. <clears throat> No, the man-made mountain is a man-made mountain. Now, in World War II Germany, after the bombings, right, the people in Germany were smart. They were smart. What they did was they bulldozed all the destroyed rubble, covered it with dirt, and made parks. Isn't that beautiful? They turned ashes into beauty, right? So the kids were playing on it. it, gets, it I mean, it hits, it hits me. You know, look what they did. What a beautiful thing. Especially like Dresden and Hamburg, where the British decided they were going to annihilate the population to bring the war to end, right? Where we dropped the bomb on the Japanese population. Truman murdered masses of children, right? Where's the Nuremberg trial for those guys? So anyway, just putting it out there, just saying. So what happens is Robertson wants a man-made mountain in the east. They often cite the passage about the man-made mountain in the east. The third will rise by the man-made mountain in the east. That ain't no New York City, even though Robertson came from Manhattan. That is a man-made mountain in Virginia Beach. And what did he tell his um, think tank? I heard it. I have it on tape from his one of his head of security talking from Florida, Jim North. He tells me on that tape that the biggest thing they have to work on in their think tank was how to get enough power generated up to the man-made mountain so Robertson can interview Christ when Christ returns. <laughs> Hollywood, I kid you not, look up the Toronto Star. I kid you not. It is to fool us all as an antichrist. I kid you not. And I'm supposed to be the face that makes that happen. Trust me. That's what I was groomed to be. I'm groomed to be the guy that points to the Antichrist. Now go to that maid that was Elon Musk's maid, right? What does she say? Elon Musk isn't the Antichrist. Elon Musk is going to point to the one, bring the other one in. My job was to bring in the Antichrist. At the religious right. With the cabal and the um, studios, Hollywood studios, which Disney has sex ring with. So wake up everybody. That was my job. Pretty face to mislead the world. And I get paid well and get to sleep with Christina. No thanks. No thanks. Go back to your probably happily married now and happy for her. Yeah. No thanks. I don't want a robot. So yeah. So what happens is he makes the whole thing and the idea is this. They change the school's name from CBN University to Regent University to rule in place of God. Robertson didn't believe in God. It was simply, like I said, out of Manhattan to make a fortune. So he actually says in Pat Roberts' tie, Pat Roberts' perspective in. He says in Pat Roberts' perspective, which is still a stupid title, God help us all, is this. The evangelicals are the dumbest demographic base on the planet. 
and that's his demographic base. He's putting it in plain sight. And you know what? The evangelicals didn't say anything about it. It's in his perspective. He's saying it. Duh, duh, duh. Yeah, he proved it right. You know, like men in black, when the, parent, the family's on the couch, they come in, open the back wall, and grab all the weapons and come out, and they're just like this. <laughs> yeah. That's them. That's, that's what they see. No. So he picks the dumbest demographic he felt and did this. Now, here's the deal. So Christ is supposed to be simulated returning. That's why they've been experimenting. I know it's a big pill to swallow, but that's why I wrote about this stuff, the pills, is that, you know, I was on tap. God had me on top of all this stuff. So it's like, bah! Jim Carrey. What? What is it? Almighty, whatever that show where he gets these God powers. Almighty, yeah. Bruce Almighty. Yeah. Bruce Almighty yeah. Welcome to my world. All right. <laughs> I can't turn it off. And it's always right. Even the fake Oval Office is in there. Back to Jimmy Stewart. So that's why I need somebody by my side where I'm like, honey, it's happening again. It's like, that's okay, honey. Just breathe. Just take this. Okay, thank you. Take some tea, pour it on your head. Okay, I just did that. They saw it. Anyway, yeah. So anyway, yeah. So that's what's going on in my world, right? And they want me that way. So anyway, so he wants to rule in place of God. That's what he wanted. So I'm telling you, he's cryogenic preserve, I'm sure. But that's what's supposed to happen, right? That's what their plan was. And Hollywood was helping arrange it. So they were experimenting with this guy turning red, which I put in my screenplay. The trumpet sounds that are fake. That's in the screenplay. God tries out, or man tries out with God and God out with man. In the revelations, it says about the six trumpets or scrolls, I think it is, that are beer tasting, whatever. And the seventh isn't disclosed. So what happens is in my screenplay, I was as guided, you have the six trumpets going off by the architect simulating them, right? Like a ball, what they plan to do. And the seventh one is different. And they didn't push the button on that one. And they're like, what the hell's going on? So it's like, dan, 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 like his fanfare guy. You know, and then you hear this. <laughs> and like, we all have brown pants. So what happened was suddenly the big one goes off. It's actually from God. God outwits man. And the lady's <laughs> stupid enough to follow him. See that cool? That's the Matrix story. And the Wachowskis were so stupid, they kept the same ending when everybody on set said to blow it up including the suits, they kept the same ending, my exact ending. Oh, bless you, oh, stupid Wachowskis. Thank God. And they're punished to wear dresses. But they're still dudes. So basically, you're saying that your screenplay exposed the entire New World Order end times plot. <laughs> Goodbye, good night, and have a pleasant tomorrow. <laughs> Yes. He's back for an encore. <laughs> yeah. And you know what? I smiled through it all. Yeah. So that is what's driving them nuts. And you think really of it. You really are. You really are the truth. Yeah. So I, I mean, I was, so I, I was groomed. What was I groomed to be? How stupid is darkness? How stupid is is religious right how stupid is the agencies why in the heck in heaven did you pick me to be the antichrist guy and usherer i'm not gonna do it yeah so and then they, the they restore worst. you it's like you're the worst antichrist ever. it's like jim it's just jim carrey picked up it's like jimmy stewart being picked you know to usher in the the antichrist like well, I'll, 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 Mr. Potter, I'm going to get out here. I'm just not going to do it, okay? I mean, Clarence and I are going to ring that bell, and we're going to celebrate. Isn't that right, Mary? That's right. Yeah. Yeah. See? Yeah. So that's it. They were dumb. In the end, 
Think of the scriptures. Think of the timeline. So they didn't know how to put that in Revelations. You know, <laughs> funny guy is going to do as he's supposed to do and write this thing. It's all going to come true. He's got these amazing people he's working with. You'll get to be a co-host. And then what's going to happen is he's going to suddenly, and I do it, you know, it's awesome. I'm honored. I really am. It's just, I'm bursting inside. I'm 14 in my head. So that's really Yeah. I, I got to say, Tom, that the, the Antichrist, there is a certain typecast, right? I mean, like you didn't fit the. Well, the super thing is they picked, they picked look. They picked look. They thought the public would be swayed by the look. They forgot about the personality. <laughs> I entertain. What the heck were they thinking? Oh, no. This is easy. Hollywood is about using celebrities to influence the world. They did with Mary Pickford and Douglas Fairbanks way back. You know, ambassadors for America. So they picked an award-winning performer who looked a certain way that fit the bill they wanted. That Germanic look, Swiss German royalty, you name it. Yeah. So what they forgot was the personality is going to be more important than the look. Are they stupid? Are they dumb? Oh, my God. Sure, the dimples smile and whatever. But the thing is, like, how stupid can you be? So here's God restoring youth. And come on. And it's like, and, and, and the answer, everything came true in the script. Even the fake Oval Office is true. Red pill, blue pill, they reverse it. The Wachowskis stick everything in. They're so stupid. Like I said, with the bragging, their lusts are so dumb. You can't, you can't make me lust. You can't get me to even desire to go off path. It'll be devoted to the person I'm supposed to be with. And then, yes, I will be, you better bring a helmet. But the thing is that that's it. You know, it's only for that, for that person. So it's like, that's how it is. And that's how we're supposed to be. And then they can't shake us. They can't break our foundations. We're, we are going to be amazing families all over the planet. And they're, they're scared to death of that. They're scared to death of uh, right people with each other. You know, and I think God should choose that rather than Hollywood lining it up, right? Don't give me a casting agency. Give me God's word. So yeah. I believe yeah, that he that. chooses what's going to be, and he's going to change the world through the natural order of how he designed it, which is a beautiful thing, where the certain acts of love are in the proper context in the proper way, and we're all going to be thrilled. We'll be coming to each other's homes going like, woohoo, life is good, you know? <laughs> yeah. And you know what else gets me too? These Christian guys, or not Christian guys, these guys that are religious, right? They can't focus. Guys, they can't focus. They're thinking about sex all the frickin' time. And they let you know that. I'm not. You know, I mean, if I if it's with the right person, yeah, that'll turn on. But but the thing is, like, I can double task. I do that as a performer. I can think about projects I need to do at the same time. I can layer my thoughts so I can take care of honey while I'm taking care of the bread multitasking so, that's what we're supposed to do we're designed that way right and to be dynamic we're not supposed to be dulled down layered things. joyful june mentioned uh how taylor swift was you know trying to manipulate folks into voting for bind again well that video came out with was it the fbi the fbi or cia i can't remember that video they were they're gonna prop her up to use her to, to suck yes. people into their agendas. You know what's going to happen? So that was like four or five years ago, right? That video. Well, watch her looks fade. She's going to need to be searched. Like Danny was saying too, it does affect your appearance. You know, when you know you're being deceptive, you're not going to look so well. You're not going to look so good. Look at my sister. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That is so weird, though, because I literally, when when you just mentioned like how they, you know, make people look to celebrities, um, I immediately thought of Taylor Swift, and right after that, you know, you said 
You said she brought up Taylor Swift. I'm like, oh my God, I was just thinking about that. Yep. And she was at, she was at um, Williamsburg when I was there in um, like administration and uh, concierge. Uh, she came in, I met her. So Jackie Chang too, and others, they, they go to, they go to that. Isn't that interesting? Interesting that the Hollywood celebrities go to Rockefeller's group all the time. So not only like Ellis, oh, was that Island? The stupid Island. Ellis Island? No, the Ellis Island where the kids were. The, the kids thing. The kids oh, thing. Epstein's Island? Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. So you got yeah. points all over like Bohemian fields we know about, whatever grove, mm -hmm. everything. So all these different points, they basically have their own GPS on all this stuff. So, and, and Rockefeller's group in Colonial Williamsburg is one of the big places where the senators and congressmen go to. It is dark. It is dark. It is dark. There's all kinds of entities down there. And it is a very dark place. So, and right, like I said, the Camp Perry exit, you go off the exit for Williamsburg, coming from Robertson's organization, stones throw away, basically. You get off the exit, there's Camp Perry with the gates and everything. Go left, you're in Colonial Williamsburg. And that was my life. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, suddenly I felt like we just came to a, a moment there. It was like, Woohoo! Good job hugging the pillow. So it's like here we are, and um, little guy in the corner there. Hi, little guy. Hi. Are you religious, right? What? Religious, right? What? That's, no, that's not Robertson. I know your program. What? You're hugging. Okay. That's not your sponsor, is it? Yes. Oh, sorry. No, that looks like a great pillow. That is a pillow where I would definitely sleep next to that pillow. It looks comfy. And Mr. Blue Shirt Man, I'm in your corner. There you go. Sorry about that. I'm not going to get it. It's, God, it's help. I never Frank even Lindell? showed the commercials anymore. I didn't vote for him. Like, I don't know him. He's angry at me. See, I haven't, I haven't played any of my commercials in a long time. Play it. I, really, after I screwed up like that, I just thought it was perfect. Yeah, because after I was yes. picking on Mini Man, I was picking on Mini Man. So <laughs> go ahead and my I, forgiveness for picking on Mini Man. It was just too, I just I saw have, it. I couldn't I love carry him. I love my possessed. pillow. It solved my neck problems. So uh, what's there? I love my pillow too now that I'm a co-host. I love I need a, I my, need my pillow. pillow. My neck's killing me. Don't but, you worry. Um, that little guy, even though it's really small, <laughs> that'll help your neck immensely. Just, just have a little, you know, little tiny pillow. It works like magic. Do right you know that Sylvia and I have our picture with that little guy? What, I hope you, you were you were careful no, where you're yeah. stepping, right? You we were careful met where you're stepping. Miami. So if you step oh, on them, that's it. There's no sponsor. <laughs> it's over. So just Game be over. careful, okay? Yeah. <laughs> just be careful. Be gentle. Yeah, actually, okay. You know what? I'm gonna run both my ads. Run it, run it, run it. I, I think they earn it. it. They they earn back it. To Let's back. do this. Back I'll shut back. up. God, I'm gonna go mute. I'm gonna mute myself. Your continued support means everything to myself and my employees. To thank you for having the biggest sale ever on all my pillow bedding. Get my pillow bed sheets for as low as $29.98. A set of pillowcases for only $9.98. In this economy, instead of buying a new bed, rejuvenate your bed with a my pillow mattress topper for as low as $99.99. We also have blankets in a variety of sizes, colors, and styles, like plush, waffle, or gossamer, for as low as $29.98. We even have pet blankets from small size to the ones for your car. Get huge discounts on duvets, quilts, down comforters, and so much more. So go to MyPillow.com or call that number on your screen. Use your promo code and you'll get huge discounts on all MyPillow bedding, including MyPillow bed sheets for as low as $29.98. Get all your shopping in while quantities last. Please order now. It's a general uh, immune health preventive strategy. So you need vitamin D, then you need zinc, which is the bullet, 
And then to form a functioning gun, you need vitamin C and quercetin. Patients were having trouble sourcing it because it was four different ingredients that were not always available in the same place. They had trouble finding the right doses. It was a puzzle that was a little too complex for people to put together. So I was asked to produce something that has everything in one package. So with the help of my colleagues, we were able to produce a compound called Z-Stack, which basically has vitamin C, vitamin D, and most importantly, it has quercetin and zinc. And all I'm allowed to say is that it's an immune booster and nutritional supplement, which it is. That was awesome. Welcome back to Insight. Thank you for hanging through the commercials. Man, it's been a long time since I got to do that. <laughs> do it again because I interrupted you. I was like, okay, talking one more ahead. time. Here we go. No, Wait, go sorry. black and come back. Go black. <laughs> I can't. There's no way to do that. Oh, okay. Then go ahead. Ready? Um, three, two. And we're back. Thank you for joining us here at Rescue the Fosters on Insight Channel. I am with my co host, Daniel Holm, and our new co host, Mr. Tom. Althaus is with us tonight. Thank was you, that Gino. professional or? That was <laughs> awesome. Or did that just... You do. Yeah. You, you, you set me right up for the follow through. Ready? Thank you, Gino, for having me on. And Danny, you look great. Gino, you guys are amazing. And I'm really glad to be here. I am the replacement for whatever his name is that we talked about earlier, who uh, gets on there and talks a lot of weird stuff. Anyway, so yeah, so um, I'm really tickled as punch, whatever that means. And uh, it's a weird phrase I've never said in my life, but I'm going to say it now. And uh, let's just open it right up. Okay, here we go. <laughs> tickled as punch, yeah. I don't think I'm <laughs> yeah, I well, thought you were going to say something about the iced tea. Oh, punch is ticklish. When you look at a glass of punch, it's like you no, say something, yeah, it. it's like, <laughs> oh my gosh all right <laughs> yeah, so back it. at it we got it we got two more things okay uh virginia beach police with security yeah so robertson's organization trades the police back and forth and they get away with things that way you get paid more if you're a virginia beach, beach police officer as a security force right and there's so many infringements going on like you're not supposed to have the virginia seal on your badge and they carry it. They break every single rule because Robertson knows that he can get away with anything because the police are in his corner because he trades them back and forth to get paid well with him. In fact, if you uh, speak of an infringement towards the uh, Robertson's organization or Robertson himself, the Virginia Beach police line will then put you on a particular individual who will say, I understand you have a complaint with um, Pat Robertson's organization. Uh, I'll just tell you right now, you can make a complaint. We won't do anything about it. But uh, can you cite the code? If you cite the code, they won't do anything about it. So they have a handler guy at the police at Virginia Beach that will take all calls to make sure nothing ever happens to him. I guess that's oh, not surprising. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they're armed with magnums, which one had actually left it on the floor of a kid's gathering birthday party oh on the floor in the bathroom. Nothing done. They flunk their exams and their training, and they still get into um, positions. It's all about, you know, here you go, free ticket, easy ride. If you're loyal, you get it. Bush did the same thing. Did you know that President Bush actually employed 100 of Pat Robertson's law students to be in under Good Gunzero or whatever his name was, um, his um, legal team? So at the at the uh, White House or at the 
capital. So you had this blonde girl, what a mess, who was like from the law school at Pat Robertson. And she was she's known best for crying all the time and whining because she's entitled um, on the air about when they were caught and pushing, doing an investigation about the criminal activities. She's like, wipe my diaper. So yeah, so that's what she did. And it's like they were all from Pat Robertson's 100 recruited from Pat Robertson's organization. Did you know when Desert Storm, whatever started, um, Pat Robertson met with uh, President Bush at his place behind closed doors just before they launched. So Robertson was playing proxy. Remember how he loses the presidential campaign twice and they blame it on me? Well, what happened was President Bush comes along and he becomes the proxy to rule in Robertson's place. Sound familiar with the faking second coming? And so what you also have was the faith initiatives were started when President Bush comes into office and he says a thank you to his crony by giving Pat Robertson the largest amount of money ever given to an institution, uh, calling it faith-based. And that was as soon as Robert, uh, Bush comes into office. And so when Bush is leaving office, one of the last things he does was give one more million-dollar chunk of change to Pat Robertson as a thank you for his cronyship. Ta-da. Oh, was I muted? Yeah. I thought you were just testing if I could read lips. No, no. sorry. <laughs> yeah, I, I read it. I read it, Gino. Tom, you're incredible. You're great. Awesome. You're so. That's I was exactly like, what I said. Just keep talking, exactly. Gino. Just keep talking. Yeah, <laughs> let's try. Okay. What I was trying to say was, I'm sure Pat was just there to pray. Okay, they were praying. What? What? What kind of? Uh, what should what steps should be taken for this war that we're about to enter into? Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm mm -hmm. sure it had nothing to do with money and power. I think the phrase was, we have to be concerned about the children. That yes, I think that was probably there. Too. I think they actually brought a little violin. They brought a violin player in, that little guy right there. And they were like, you know, so he's supposed to play along. So it set the mood. You know, you need the mood to match oh, yeah. it, you know. Absolutely. Like bushy, Maybe bushy, that guy that was bushy. doing the drum rolls, the drum rolls over at the uh, CBN was there too. That would be perfect. That's fine. Maybe he picked up where yeah. I was supposed yeah. to be. So since Robbie didn't get me... Yeah, maybe that turns Robertson on. You know, it's like every time he gets excited, you know, I need a drum roll. Okay, get in your boxers. <laughs> oh my gosh. All right, last one. Last one. Okay. Let me now you're afraid to tell me anything. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> the ACLJ. <laughs> now, I got to tell you, Tom, this is funny that this is going to be the last one. I was still getting emails from them recently. Like, I literally just blocked it probably mm -hmm. a week ago mm -hmm. or less. Like, for sure. years, I've been getting their emails. Yeah, I never really read them. I, I was just got on their list at some point. And so I'm like, man, why am I still getting these things? Like, I need to just like, mm -hmm. go ahead. And now I'm not going to say the LC ACLJ hasn't ever done anything good. They have, they've stood up for some pretty high profile cases. But I got to say, just like we've talked about earlier in this program, if they're being backed by somebody that's not good, I don't want to say having an association with a bad person makes you bad too. But you are kind of the company you keep. <laughs> like, well, that's what you said about the universities. You said that about the universities. Yes, if you exactly. go to second, yeah, exactly. Danny's liking that so. one. Yeah. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. So here's the deal, though. Here's one of these things. Not not negating it. I'm just going to put a, a case example for you, real quick. Is that um, with a Palestinian issue, right? So what happened was the LG. What's it called? I don't even care. With their group, Law Justice Center, right? The right. LGBTQ blah 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 blah. Hey. ACLJ. Well, yeah, see, they're just all over the place. The little JJs. Yeah. All the JJ, the JJs. Okay, JJs. They're all JJs. I guess if they're gay, they're JJs. So, yeah. Anyway, so Amer that JJ American one, Center yeah. for Law and Justice. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I have another way to say it, but yeah, yeah. 
Anyway. So yeah. So okay. So what they did was with the Palestinian issue, it was the say it one more time, Gino. Just fill in the blank. Yeah, it went there and what they did was they, they bragged on their site about how they pulled it off to keep the rights for the Palestinians away. Now here's what they did. They argued that, you know, okay, the argument was going on. It looked like the Palestinian people were actually going to win, apparently, is what I heard. And they pulled up a rule that they are not recognized as a nation. So if they're not recognized as a nation, they don't fall under Geneva Code uh, rights. Mm-hmm. Is that incredible? Mm-hmm. That's like saying, I'm not going to give that child um, uh, any kind of help, even a hug, or life save them or dress, rescue them from drowning because they're, they're, not, they're not a citizen. Yeah. yeah, they lump they lump them all into one box. Instead of getting the terrorists, right. there are bad guys. I mean, I know that for a fact. But why do you lump a whole demographic of people in one bag and conveniently put them all in there and say, okay, they're all the same? Like that's exactly not fair. now. And yeah, go ahead. Like yeah, that's just not fair. I mean, that's not if if we're going to be humane as Christians, then we reach mm-hmm. out to all people that need help, right? And, and that's and, the other, yeah. I mean, that's yeah. what we're called to do. Doesn't and, mean, again, doesn't mean we like get in their club and we're going to join their religion or anything. I'm just saying that's what we're supposed to be. We're supposed to be the hands and feet of Jesus, mm-hmm. reaching out, being compassionate and empathetic towards the needs of others. And I have seen that over and over again, especially like like with Israel and all the conflicts that Israel gets involved with. It's like the Christian right automatically runs to Israel's defense, which is fine. I'm not saying don't defend Israel, but there's right, other right. people involved. There's two sides to every war or more in some cases, where there's other people hurting too because of decisions made by leadership of those countries that right. aren't benefiting the citizens of those countries. So right. as, I mean, I don't, I've never understood that why we're so one-sided all the time. We, we can't like, be pawns on the chessboard. We can't view people no. as pawns on a chessboard. And that's exactly how they play us. Like it's just, like it's a chess game. Like we're not all on different teams in the stadium, which is a big part of the morals too, the stadium scene that they wanted to do. But the thing is that it, you, no one, anyone on any side can make the claim that we're killing children because we need to protect ourselves. I'm sorry if the children are involved and innocents are involved too. You can't make that claim. You cannot make that claim. That is not a valid claim. In fact, it amplifies your guilt, right? So there is no excuse. If you harm Tom, children, you are not defending yourself. A, a scripture comes to mind. If anybody harms one of these little ones, yeah, <laughs> right, like, right. I mean, it'd be re- better that a millstone be tied around their neck and thrown into the sea. That's and right. That means all little ones, not just specific that's right. ones. That's right. There is, yeah. there is no way, and that's the thing. We're so far apart from each other now, and our society is all distances. If you want to get people to accept to do harm, have a distance from your targets, you know. You're not looking in their eyes, not seeing their hearts, not seeing their children crying out for help. It's easy to harm people when you're miles away and using drones. We need to get face-to-face with uh, who we're dealing with before we ever throw a stone and look in their eyes and see who they are in their hearts and see their children and join them and get together and have families. And that's one of my plans is bring dignitaries together, and we're going to look each other's eyes. If you want to be part of the Tom Club, then you come and you look each other's eyes. Right, and you talk it out ahead of time. No more of this macho garbage. I'm going to use macho because we're talking about Robertson. So, yeah, yeah. Right. If we sit down, it goes back, and they talked about ancient warfare. One of the main elements of ancient warfare um, is it really was decided on close melee combat. 
and you're looking in each other's eyes when you do that. There's something that God has given us there, I think, where there is a chance to have things turn around. Whenever we're face-to-face, there's always a chance for peace. Whenever we're face-to-face, there's always a chance to think maybe this isn't the way to go. You know, maybe there's a there's a living being across from me, and rather than hit them over with a club, maybe I'm actually going to invite them to my club. Mm. And um, we can sit down and break bread like the Greeks do. So, yep. yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's true. All so, right. Well, yeah. I think that's the list. D- did you have any uh, thing on your list over there, Danielle, that needed to be touched on? Any well, notes? no, but I, I was, I was just, oh yeah, actually I did. <laughs> um, <laughs> There's so much to this. There's so much. So go ahead. So you wanted me to tell, to remind you about Robertson's perspective on Christian evangelicals. Well, that's you, very good. Good job. Because that's the one where he said that the um, evangelicals are the dumbest demographic. It's good to recap this dumbest demographics. And I did ask you that. So he's saying in plain sight, like they put in the movies, my followers are idiots. He's <laughs> saying that he's doing a medicine show. He's saying that my power comes from morons. He's insulting his own demographic. So if anybody does that, that should be. And keep in mind, you just brought me to this too, Danny. I'm glad you brought this up. How does Pat Robertson sign those donation checks when he's asking for you to give his money to him under Ezra 7, 17, 18? He signs them, I am no, M.G. Pat Robertson. Doesn't. Yes, what? he does. I will show you. He signs, I am M.G. Pat Robertson. Oh my gosh. <laughs> okay. Next program, talk- as a co-host, I'll show you. Okay, since you brought this up, there is a club or something where there is a bunch of people. If you go on Twitter and you start mm-hmm. looking up, the, like, just I am, many people start making their name i am whatever 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 their name is a lot of people have started to do that my the cult my honeypot wife or not my honeypot wife their honeypot wife supplement was from <laughs> they all referred themselves as i am in fact yeah. remind me to show you the last card the honeypot wife sent me when i was being played when um mike lang of disney called her home on my birthday right and aiden lost his biological mom right never Never connected again because she was a byproduct of a played thing. The attorney that was suspended license was her landlord. All played carefully. But what's interesting is, um, let me show you the last card she gave me, which was trying to play me. And it's the only time throughout the card it says, we are the I am. Tom, you're the I, we are the I am. You and I are the I am. It's the last gaslight play. And then she's gone. But wait to see that card. I think that'll be interesting. Right. Yeah, it's like this uh, cult kind of thing I've I've picked up on because this is kind of deep. I won't get into too much of it right now, but mm-hmm. there's a cult going on, and they call themselves the I Am. I've mm-hmm. I've witnessed it, and it's actually been kind of trying to infiltrate my life for the last few years. Sure. I've been picking up on it. And... You're th- yeah, Danny, you're a threat to the Azure poll. And that's what the calls I had. If there's anybody out there that's listening that has been called to deal with an Azure poll, when I, I want to know. Because I was called to deal with it. I didn't even know what it was. I got this word, and it said Azure poll, and get the um, Robertson-type people out of the temple. That was my call. I'm like, how am I going to do all that? Right? And so what is an Azure poll? If you look it up, it just came to me. And it gave me an image of a curved staff. It goes up and then comes around like this, like the Pope's staff. And so I was like, what is this? I looked it up. 
It's a fertility cult, the Syrians or something. Someone look it up. And it is, I found out from the inside in Hollywood that that is what they embrace. Azra was the cohort or consort of all male deities in their belief system, including God. So she's a consort and therefore has power and sway over all kingdoms. Isn't that wild? Hollywood embraces that. I had no idea except for a word on that and got the image. Now, if you look at, uh, remind me if I can show you, um, any of the Disney cartoons and things like this, even the Lego movie, they got the wizard with the Azra pole. It goes up. Here, let me draw it real quick. One second. I think you know what I'm talking about, but let's draw it real quick. I want this is important. But by, by the so, way, touching on some Disney stuff. Go so ahead, do it. Kung Fu Kung Fu Panda Four is coming out now, and they ran. A Were they mocked the me? Were they mocked me? Did yeah. you see all the all the pedo symbols in the commercial? That's the thing. Like, on the, That's the thing. It's yeah. Just, they yeah. cannot. Not they're collapsing their happens. empire is coming yeah, to a is. fall and what it happens is. when the empire falls they're in disarray they're all over the place and also they try to have their own twisted heroes the individuals start to take hold where they want to be the ones that win and storm and and, and get honors for saving the day mm-hmm. it's just rats running all over the wall falling and dying right. anyway so that's what's going on this is the azure pole hmm. oh yeah so look for that symbol at warner brothers uh, Maui Academy Performing Arts that teamed up to throw my situation uses that symbol. It's a pedophile signal too, if you kind of kind of take it like that. Yep. And um, goes with the all-seeing <laughs> eye. This Azure pole is very important. And since that was given in a word, like a word of knowledge kind of thing, I think it's very also t- important too that was given to me while I was writing the screenplay. And so it turns out that um, those two callings are actually being completed. And you guys, with all of us together and those listening, this is helping me complete my work. So, yeah, they're done. It was supposed to be promoted to co-host Tom. So, I mean, and I I do love that. I do love that. I I am very, very happy about that. You can see my pink, happy cheeks. So I'm going to send you a letter in the mail. Do you mind if I am is before my my name? Uh, stating your new position here at it's okay, Marion. It's okay. You can do it. I am Gino the Magnificent. Yeah. Yeah. No, Gino, the great one. Yeah, isn't it? Isn't it funny that Ivan the Terrible, from what I hear historically, that it wasn't? It's not supposed to be translated that way. Isn't that funny? The poor guy. Really? What? He, Wait, he for was, real? He, what? Yeah, he's not supposed to. Eat that. What guy's gonna go like? I want to be Ivan the Terrible. <laughs> yeah. Okay, that's great. Can I be uh, Tommy the Sewage Slinger? Sure, Tommy. Yes, we shall rule together as father and son. I thought his enemies gave him that name. What was his real? Uh, moniker it's I supposed guess, to trend, it, so ask somebody listening in because it's look it up or something it's supposed to be something like ivan the the, the magnificent or something your your name jim yeah. wow you be that would, that's horrible yeah. <laughs> get stuck with that stigma your whole life yeah if, if i get when i get name credit back and they're all coming around both sides going like yeah you guys did it your team did it just remind me not to come up with any names i don't want them just i'll just be tom yeah. that guy just tom again <laughs> Tom, Tom, that guy. Tom that guy. Yeah, Tom that guy. TTG. That's my name. <laughs> TTG. Yeah. Oh, That's man. funny. Yeah. I'll right. still be. Well, yeah, okay. Let's wrap this thing up. Tom, okay. awesome having you on again. And now as co host. Guys, we'll be back next week. Tom, are we going to have to do a part two of Christian Coalition? 
We got to do part 28. Yeah. We, we got to bring we the proofs. Just, yeah. Let's do we'll, it. Let's we'll do it. And I want to also, yeah. I, I want, and people listening in too, if you want to research some stuff too, look for the Azure poll thing. Look in Lego movie. Here's a challenge. Look in Lego movie and see if you can find the little wizard holding the, uh, like the Gandalf wizard character. Oh, the Lego movie. Is that where they're like, everything is awesome. Yeah. 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 yeah my world. <laughs> my world. Batman. <laughs> Batman guys in there too. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, Batman guy. But yeah, you'll see that you'll see that's happening. Yeah, besides my birthday everywhere. Yeah. So Yeah, literally your birthday is everywhere. They everywhere. Birthday and clock in like so many movies. It's it's so now weird. as far as copyright law, they're safer using my birthday than ten after ten. Because hmm. they thought I'm wow. downed. But now they're getting a little nervous about it. So yeah. And we do. We got to invite Roseanne Barr to come on. If she's saying, like, yes. I'm going to talk to you soon. Because yes. Roseanne, listen, you said you're going to, you, I'm not picking. I'm just saying, you said, I'm going to talk to you soon. That's kind of like Christ timing. I'm like, go ahead and just <laughs> dial that number, baby. Dial that Anytime number and, and come on here. All right, this little box less right than 2,000 years would be great, Roseanne. Little, yeah, box right here. Yeah. Yeah. I used to joke about that. I'm like, if my dad left and said he'd be just right back, I'm returning soon, and you're 2,000 years late. Absentee, baby. Absentee. You know, you suffer's cold. In fact, it's turned into mummified. You know, it's amber. So anyway, yeah. It's a not fossil. to pick. I can't. Huh? Yeah, humor. All right. Yeah. Roseanne, God's got you, yeah. We need you. We'd yeah. love to have you on. It'd be amazing. You it was a great call. The, great call. Tom, you should text this show to her. Yeah. Okay. I'll send a link. I'll send a link. Cause she's a great <laughs> lady and she's an amazing lady. And she's like, I watch every one of your episodes. It's amazing. And you're what a story, Tom. It, it's just amazing. And we're going to do, and it's going to be done. You're going to have dinner. I'm like, Christmas. Ready for this. So I, when she called Tom, I was sitting in Roseanne's seat at the Trump rally at the moment yeah, she weird. called him. Isn't that's that weird. crazy? That's wild. Isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. But that seems and to happen gets, a lot. <laughs> the All synchronicities are off the chart synchronicity yeah, yeah. because she gets off the stage and texts me and says, i'm calling you the next day and then calls me from largo or whatever it is yeah so it's really cool <laughs> that was really cool that was cool but i'll tell you she's got roseanne you got great ideas for the future great ideas let's do it here i'm a co-host now with these amazing people let's share it here and you're watching everything i do you said so you see me you do Yes, Roseanne. His status has gone up. He is now co-host, just like he said. So, I mean, it can't get better than that. Yeah, you I've got bars on. now. I got bars. Yeah. I'm I'm Lieutenant Tommy. Lieutenant Tommy. Lieutenant Tom. Yeah. All right, we'll go with Lieutenant. Am I the general? I don't know. What, what's my status? Oh, you are. You, uh, you know what's even more incredible? It's like Major General. Ma oh, Major. I like that. Yeah. 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 All right. Yeah. Major General. MG. <laughs> I mm -hmm. am MG. Yep. But you're not going to outrack Danny right now. Yeah. What's She's, Danny? Uh, can, God, goddess Danny. Like goddess. Goddess Danny. Well, okay. Goddess. <laughs> yeah. In the, in the right way. I mean, in the right way. Not a bad sure, way. Sure. Absolutely. Exactly. Okay. Okay. Not in a weird cultish type way. <laughs> We're not yelling at all. Not at all. This is all good. It's good. Yeah. Excellent. All right, y'all. Thank you guys for joining us on Foxhole, as always, and over there on Rumble. Thank you guys so much. Love you guys. Uh, back tomorrow night with Insight Live. I will have Dr. Rashan Golden and Doug Golden on. Uh, Dr. Rashan is a holistic and organic doctor. She's amazing. I love having her on. She's so fun. Lots of yeah. uh, natural remedies and things like that. Um, her daughter, Tom, 
And I don't mm. know if you know this, Danielle. Her daughter died in 2019. She just started college, and they made her get a meningitis vaccine. Oh, my and God. She, got, she had adverse reactions and ended up dying um, from that shot, and it was horrible. Absolutely horrible. But they made a documentary mm-hmm. about her. or it's. I think the documentary is about to come out. They were trying to still okay. raise some money, money to finish it. I had done a TikTok video on it. The thing was going crazy on TikTok. I mean, in one day, I don't know how many views it had. And all of a yeah. sudden, within three days, they shut that bad boy down, man. <laughs> of course. Like, of course. Yeah. And yeah. all it was was her documentary. It was her story. And they shut all it right. down. Mm-hmm. Um, but I got to tell you, anyway, um, they're coming on tomorrow. They're awesome. I love having Doug and Rashan on. Um, and so that's tomorrow night. Danielle, who we have Thursday on Rescue the Fosters? We're off. Oh, we are. Oh, wow. Okay. Yep. Wow. Right. Well, maybe vacation, staycation. Be a good night. Yeah, staycation. <laughs> yeah. I might yeah. have to okay. do a. I got people that need to do Zoom meetings, so that might be a good night for ah. Zoom meetings then. Okay. Sylvia is traveling, so oh, yeah. we decided. So what? To... Sylvia gets to go on vacation, and everything stops because of Sylvia. <laughs> Sylvia, that's right. It's a name. The world like, just stops spinning. It's her world. We're all living. Hey, it's it's here? like it's like right from West Side Story. I was supposed to do it on Broadway. It's like Sylvia, Sylvia. Yeah, it's like yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sing Mama's it loud. Fun, it's so almost playing. Yeah, it's like that kind of thing. <laughs> say it soft, and it's almost like praying. Yeah, oh, you got to say it just now. Go ahead. Sing it, Gino. My, 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 no, I'm not gonna. Say. Oh, come on. All right, just move your lips. I'll do it for you. Ready? Move your lips. Okay, Sylvia. Yeah, Sylvia. There you go. Yeah, you did it. Gorgeous. Okay, that goes out there. Thank you. <laughs> oh, man. Mama yeah, Sparks yeah. said, thank you, Gino, Danny, and Tom. I've had a great Yay. time being here with you all. We've had a great time having Yay. you, Mama Sparks. Thank yeah, you for comments. true. Thank you for true. There's lurkers over there. You're one of the rare people that are actually chatting. I don't know what it is, Tom, about Rumble. I know... Although I gotta say on Megan's show we do on Saturday nights, we do get quite yeah. a few comments over there in Rumble. But for some right. reason it's just lurkers. They just kinda of sit there and well, I've I mean, heard that you can't comment if you don't have an account, so maybe people just don't want to sign up. They just rather just, you know, kinda of chill out and watch or whatever. But I do like, the the Christian. We like answering questions yeah. and comments Absolutely. and all that stuff. So yeah. Yeah. But I'd love to talk about yeah. Cool. Well I'd like to talk about someday about what the requirements were, why face the Christian coalition, what are they looking for? You know, so it would be nice to delve into their mentality Let's do it. and how shallow they are, Yay. you know? And so, yeah, they're missing the actual yeah. layers of what makes life tick, you know? We are here they to really expose every level of evil. That's yeah, they're do. in cardboard <laughs> world. Yeah, they're missing the everything is awesome. They really are. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Tom, okay, I'm going to be having a really fun show coming up. I've, I've got, so, you know who Kathy O'Brien is? No, yeah. MK Ultra Survivor. Okay, so mm-hmm, I think mm-hmm. I, I'm going to try to get her. But she was on once before. But I'm going to try to get her. I've got an alien friend, Joe Jordan, who's written books. He's uh, got a, a organization called CE4, Chris, um, okay. Close Encounters of the Fourth Kind. So nice. he exposes the whole alien agenda and all that stuff. Um, I, we've had uh, Gina. Um, what's Gina's last name? Daniel, I always forget her last name. Uh, oh, she's a programming deprogrammer, like. Her oh, and Kelly Hawley, okay. they have a ministry that deprograms people. Gina's pretty big on the internet if you look up her stuff. She's really cool into like the elites and how they use programming. Like, I right. want to have this panel of people that understand it from different angles, the demonic yes. world we're, we're in, the Babylonian yes. system. And so I'm putting that together, and hopefully in the next, mm, I don't know, month, month and a half, whatever, I can get all of them on one panel 
And that is going to be one fun show, man. I can't wait to expose every every angle of evil we can possibly think of. That's exactly what the Immortals is written to do. It's like call together what you're doing. You're doing it. Call it's together. Gina Phillips. Gina Phillips. Yes. Why can't I remember that, man? I am horrible with names. I don't know. As I get older, I get. I think I get worse. <laughs> like, it's okay, Jeep. Just you know, Jeep. Don't worry, Jeepo. Don't worry, Jeepo. It's okay. <laughs> I am. <laughs> <laughs> just call me i'm i like to contract it just say i'm, I'm yes oh my gosh. I'm, I, you know. I'm calling you that from now on jibo the great one jibo yeah jibo the magnificent yeah oh, yeah great Did one great one jibo, great over one. there yeah. in foxhole rick rolled put uh, mickey mouse in a, in a mouse trap <laughs> nice die mickey yeah i love it oh, i That's love great. it all right. All right. Fun, guys. guys. Have a great night. Be blessed, everybody. Take care. We will see you hopefully tomorrow night, 730 p.m. Eastern Standard Time right here on Insight Channel. Have a great night.